What is happening, bitches? <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the Booze, Boobs, and Blood podcast, where we watch and review horror movies so you don't have to. Oh, yeah. Especially these. <laughs> <laughs> At least one of them. Yeah. Yeah. More, more one than the other, but it's all good. What up, guys? What is happening? Uh, I feel like, you know how some people have like this post-Christmas, like coma i have a post halloween yeah yeah where yeah. i'm just like I, I the world isn't real right now <laughs> well we've had a traumatizing week too so yeah yeah our it's... state our good old state in general you mean but northern kentucky yes. yes northern kentucky yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's it's official it's official yeah it's yeah. new kentucky <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be west kentucky <laughs> we're gonna be one of the new states <laughs> oh. and you know like I had what blows my mind is that the person who won in the state ran like literally wrote a book talking about how big miss business has fucked hillbillies in Ohio (laughs) Yep, and pretty much like what Republicans have done to the the coal industry yeah and then that's how he runs and wins. So it's like you were actually also, I mean, I have a big thing with hillbilly elegy just because he says there's a causation between uh, poverty, uh, in it, um, intelligence, poverty, and fertility. So, oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it's, yup. But I hope you're packed because we're going on a trip. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of baggage you got there. Are you sure you're Look. ready for it? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, so it's the people voting against their own self-interest blows my fucking mind. Well, they, they don't think it is, but they don't it think is. they are, but it is. It's fine. Anyway, anyway, let's not. Hey, Ray. Hey, Ween. What are we drinking tonight? <laughs> I will let you. <laughs> Ray, we're yeah. going to do the do. <laughs> I love that this was by the cash register. It was re- it was an impulse buy. It was a total impulse buy. Is that at the lo- is it a loco pollo? No. Oh, okay. You didn't go to no the bird. Oh you, no! Yeah, I did. Oh, I called yeah, it I loco went, pollo. Oh, gee. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I I did. Crazy I went chicken to the, went to the big bird. And <laughs> I'm just surprised that that was over by the front. <laughs> It was right by the register, and they had a six pack that I did not get because <laughs> I was you're like, like, "You're afraid it's forty so enough. Good. Yeah. <laughs> forty, forty is enough." You guys, Mountain Dew now has it was inevitable. I knew I was numbering the days. I knew this was coming. Mountain Dew has hard Mountain Dew because people love and are addict have a healthy addiction to Mountain Dew so much. That we needed to throw alcohol in there. Right. It wasn't. Duh. <laughs> You're like, your kidneys weren't going to get blown out as it is with regular <laughs> Mountain Dew. <laughs> you need some more. And now, I, and I what don't flavor is think. That? Th- I got the Baja Blast one. <laughs> oh, it's the Taco, Taco Bell Baja yeah. Blast. Yeah. They have other flavors. They have four flavors, I think. They're regular Baja Blast <laughs> and two others. Yeah. 
Is this Taco Bell is not sponsored? They're like, we do not sponsor this Baja Blast. Now this is a malt beverage with natural flavors, artificial sweetener, certified color, and F D and C yellow number five. Ooh. Tasty. Sounds delicious. <laughs> no, I don't think this this has caffeine in it. It doesn't say it does. Cause I would think they would have to label that. It's not like a four loco thing. Right, right. No, no, it definitely says 5% at the top. Yeah, it says 5% alcohol. I don't see anywhere that it contains caffeine, thankfully, because we don't need to have a heart attack today. Which is really funny because it's zero sugar. And I'm like, wait. It what? says zero sugar. And then that, that's what you're known for, Mountain Dew. Although I have had Diet Mountain Dew. It's not awful. Let's see. Um, I can hardly read this because it's fucking blurred. Um. A V E or A slash E, I can't analysis per twelve fluid ounce. Calories one hundred, carbs two point two grams, fat zero, protein zero. Just so you know. You know, all that protein that you're If you're tracking your macros. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently zero sugar, which as we all know, if it contains sweetener, it is fucking sugar, so fuck you. Anyway, like you just told Baja Blast to fuck you. <laughs> I wonder. If it's Taco- gonna fuck me here in a second. Are you no, ready? Taco Bell. Oh no, they can't do this. So I think Taco Bell should take a a, a page out of. Oh, they can't do this anymore. Fuck. Because I was thinking this would be amazing. Because you know Chipotle, you can buy beer in the in yeah. Chipotle. They should do like a hard Baja and Chipo- Blast. Yeah, and Chipotle is owned by McDonald's. But this Taco Bell though. Yeah, I know. But oh, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just saying, like in this, in a similar oh, right. vein. Yeah, and I thought I'm like, okay, well, but there's too many people going through that drive-through. You would literally be giving out road sodas. Yes. So that's, that's basically how it would have. No, they can't do that. So. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited about this. I'm also, Are you ready? I also have over my right hand, so I'm two, yeah. two fisting. Double fisting. I've got a four loco sour green. I've never had a four loco in my entire life. They're not bad. I really? have to say, like, if you, I mean, the caffeine plus alcohol scares me. Yeah, this is, uh, as I was calling it, Hulk cum, because it's like bright green. It's their sour apples, and it's uh, it's not bad. The Hulk tastes like sour apples. <laughs> His cum does. Okay, at least Mark Ruffalo does. Anyway. <laughs> A girl can dream. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, here we go. Ready? Uh-huh. Oh, that was a perfect that was gorgeous. ASMR sound. All right, all right, here we go. Oh, and and just say, Ween is drinking out of my Beetlejuice mug. Hell yeah. I am drinking. Because I'm not my, over Halloween yet. Yeah, and I'm drinking out of my Harry Styles mug. Yes, that I gifted you. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to top that this year, but. Oh, that is some sound effects. I got some sound do you, on Do you that have the one. snap crackles and pops I in did. there? I did. I did hear that. Sweet. All right. Just so as you know. Oh God! It smells like it smells like it smells like fruit juice garbage. It's, it smells like it smells like yellow. It does. It smells like yellow. What, what the what the what the color yellow would taste like? Jesus! All it right. smells like fruit jizz. Oh God! <laughs> Cheers! Is that what happens with the the? Yeah, they just jizz the, the fruit. Tails, right, they right. Just come all over the. Aww. <laughs> Oh, that tastes not as bad as I thought it would. That kind of tastes like pipe cleaner. <laughs> I like a whole bunch of these malt shit. Like Again, I like Four yeah. Loco. That's not good. No, it's not. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm going to drink it. Because <laughs> you can't let that shit go to waste. Hell no. But that is... Filling it up. Filling it up. Uh, it tastes like diet Ugh. soda. Jeez. I think that's what they did, is they took their Baja whatever, their their Baja Blast. I'm sure you can get... I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I'm not sure. You can get Baja Blast in like a two liter. Yeah. Possibly. So I bet you they took their diet Baja Blast and they're like, just stick some grain alcohol in there. Yeah. And done. Sh- and yep. Yeah, shove it on. Slap a t- label on it. Done. done. <laughs> Slap it on a t-shirt. We're done here. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that's what they did because it tastes like a diet soda. Yeah, it does. It Did tastes a diet like yeah. soda mixed with some like, uh, like it's like grain alcohol. Just, yeah, it's it's very it's it's like as if somebody t- took a can of of diet Mountain Dew and just added yep. vodka to it. Yeah, done and done. Yeah, and not even good. Like and they're like, the, here, we did it for you. Yeah, like rubbing alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Mm. <sighs> what you drink? What you drinking? Mm. <laughs> fruit come i don't know <laughs> smurf jizz oh uh, yeah it's smurf blue. jizz it's totally yeah but actually it's clear i thought baja ba- blast was like had like a tint of color to it look i think it's well i just poured it all out but it see it's clear oh it does yeah. oh maybe it's just that light because it has like this turquoise color which i've n- <laughs> The fact that it's turquoise kind of offends turquoise. me. <laughs> oh my god, I want that name. Can you call me turquoise? Turquoise, I love it. <laughs> um, uh, the yeah, I, I think I've gotten over the amount of chemicals that I've gotten in my body from drinking these things. Because I'm like, yeah, yeah. This this is bright green. This is bright blue. My kidneys. Oh my god, well. your poop is gonna be so crazy. Well, we actually talked about this in CLBC. Talked yeah. about like the glitter, like edible glitter. Yeah. That came up was is your poop does your you know, would your poop or pee have glitter in it? It might because I don't think that's fully digestible. I don't know. Like I don't think your stomach can break it's so tiny yeah. and microscopic that like I think your body can't really break that pee. down. It wouldn't affect your pee, but Maybe it would not. possibly affect your poop. Cuz I tell you any time I've ever had um I am known, I am infamous amongst my friends for every time I go out, you know, and I order a drink, it has to be blue. I don't care what it is, just has blue, blue in it, blue curacao. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they, <laughs> I did not know And they know call that me, and they you. call me the Windex ladies. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I will I drink anything as long as it you. looks like Windex. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what my, but it's usually like a tropical drink, you know, which I don't shake a stick at, but, um, you know, whenever I've had it, and then, that, the I next day, oh. I get green poo. Oh, really? You know, bright green. Remember a few years back when they had, um, oh, this uh, is awful. The uh, Burger King had the black wop, like the black, yeah, it was making everyone's poop, poop like green. green, yeah, isn't it? Like, like because of the green. dye, yeah. And I remember the last time, and this was years ago, and I will not eat them again. I got like these cheap ass knockoff, like sugar wafers. And, you know, like, yeah. And I had the chocolate ones. Oh, uh huh. And my poop was black. Gross. And I was like, oh. And because I thought, I thought my stomach was bleeding. Right. I was like, what the fuck? That's the I was first like, thing they ask you. What, what does it look like? Right. Car? Yeah. Like, God, I'm bleeding. Yeah. Like, I'm never having that again. Oreos do the same thing. 
Well, you know, I'm glad we're having this poop talk. Um, I might cut this. Welcome to poop talk. <laughs> poop talk with Weed and Ray. Um, uh, NyQuil will do that to people. Really? NyQuil will do that um, to, it, it will give you uh, green. Interesting. I still, I brought it up on this and I will say it again. I still fucking love that Lewis Black joke that <laughs> NyQuil is the only thing on this planet that tastes like green green and red <laughs> he's like you, in it's fact christmas parties like. at my house <laughs> i just serve nyquil <laughs> oh i love that because at least one person's usually sick during the holidays but anyway okay miss ray yes what tickled your pickle um so I possibly might be going to Disney World. I found that out this week, and I'm Bitch. pretty stoked about that. I don't know. It's not It's not definite, but I'm pretty excited. That is awesome. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. I will not be staying at the $6,000 Star Wars Hotel. Which, oh, no, work's not putting you up for that? <laughs> no, no. However, did Damn. You, it will not be in re- existence very much longer. At this point, for this There's month, what? this month, they have only 25% capacity. They've reached only 25% of capacity at the hotel. Yeah, because no one can fucking afford it. No, no. So they're actually laying off people because they're like, they can only do like one show a night, one thing. I'm like, it's not fun. Like, to me, that's not fun. That's not what I, I mean, some people are going to be excited about that shit. I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to go cosplay. Not enough to spend $6,000. Right. Let's bring that price point down and then you'll see. But that's. Bob Chape sucks. Even so. if they were, even if they were to cut it in half, that's still too. That's it's still, still a too lot. Much. That's yeah. still too much. And especially when they show the food, I'm like that looks disgusting. Like the shrimp, the blue shrimp. I'm like, oh, get no. the fuck out of here. No, no. I mean, it's pretty. It's it's known anymore that Disney, the food at Disney is not great in general. Yeah, like it's gotten progressively worse and worse. Um, but like that, it looks fucking disgusting. Anyhow, so that was like. That was an exciting thing. I was very excited about that. That's awesome. The other thing is, I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm very excited. CLBC, we might be interviewing a very well-known uh, author. Wow. Yeah, so I'm, we're pretty excited. We got an email on Friday, and I fucking lost my mind and wanted to throw up at the same time. <laughs> but excuse me, I'm not going to say who it is in case it falls through, but I will tell you off air. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, we're very excited. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Um, and also $475 million. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I'll drink to that. Cheers. Yep. <laughs> um. All right. Mean. What up, Ray? What tickled your pickle? Hmm. Oh, I have to... Re- <laughs> Did it burp up? No, it's just that the back of your tongue, like that last after, like, yeah. hits you. Oh, oh man okay <laughs> we had to get through this together <laughs> i was not shaking with this without no, you no don't don't no one left behind no soldier left behind on this one it's gross do you want some bucky hi bucky you want some baja blast you want some baja blast <laughs> He's like, I'm getting close with that tongue trying to. I'm blowing in his face. <laughs> it's not marijuana. <laughs> <sighs> I have definitely had um a good week. 
Um, the last few weeks were not so great. And I think partly that had to do with um, some medications being kind of wonky. And I was just really, really down. Yeah. And But then I got, a li- got high with a little help from my friends and um, felt a lot better and forgot, hey, you know, if you're if you have the support system that I do, that I'm fortunate enough to have, if you're having a bad day, talk to somebody. At least at least one person. I was I was you know very blessed enough to have you know to I have Ray and I have my my girlfriends and my boyfriend um, that and my family. That's such a huge support system, and I've got a lot of people around me. So it was it was great. Yeah. And once I reached out, it was kind of like a domino effect. Yeah. Um, and I started to feel better, and I'm like, okay, I'm not alone in this. I can do this. And something to kind of get my my mind and my body kind of together on Saturday um I went to the gym with my boyfriend mm-hmm. because we were talking about you know my weight and talking about you know weight management and things like that and he's a huge proponent that like you don't have to do fucking cardio to death you just lift weights yeah or you know, and it's or good whatever. or walk, do something that's good for your body and it'll, and it'll be good for your brain too. Right. And so I was like, look, I can do those like machine things and I do that on my own just fine, but it's not quite enough or it's not like a huge push right. and free, like, free weights terrify me. And he's yeah. like, well, I will teach you how to use free weights. So that's what we did on Saturday. Nice. And we spent like an hour, just an hour, hour and a half at the gym. Yeah. And oh, my chest is so sore. <laughs> <laughs> Titties hurt today? Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> my, my going to bed last night. And the worst thing, like, I don't mind sore muscles except for my forearms. For some reason, when my forearms get sore, it's like, uh, it's like death. It's like a nightmare because it burns so yeah, bad. Yeah. And any little thing you do, you yeah. feel it and it hurts. You know, there's like, it hurts, but at the same time you feel it's like a bad good hurt because like, you know you other muscle yeah it's like like my chest is sore but it's like a good sore it's yeah. like yeah i did something but when my for like raking leaves or bowling I, re- I refuse to go bowling anymore because the next day my arm my forearm is just screaming in pain oh and i hate that and i ugh, but i know it's i gotta work through it but man yeah. that's the worst pain is my forearms i don't know why i went to a boot camp once and oh really i was like in it to win it and I started feeling it like a couple hours later. And I said, yeah. tomorrow's going to be, th- I could not walk oh, yeah, no. the next day. No. <laughs> no. Although, so the book. Slow that- and steady wins the race. Yeah. So it's funny enough that the book that uh, we read, uh, that we recorded last night is one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. And at one point, the the heroine is has just read, or has just run a marathon. And she's like just like barely she gets over the finish line is like dying oh yeah and people collapse like, and she's like and the boyfriend her husband comes and picks her up she's like will you carry me he's like no you need to walk now i'm not gonna baby <laughs> you you need to walk <laughs> oh come on i thought that was i thought you were obligated to i thought that was part yes. of the deal and as she's training before like she's like one night they go out and she's got heels on and she's like could you just carry me you're a big football player he's like 
nope, you gotta work through this. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, work through the pain. Yeah, you gotta, it's, it's, it's only gonna, like, it's gonna make it worse. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you got, you know, you do have to let your body, you know, let those rest. muscles rest right. yeah. reasonably. Right. But, you know, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I feel like I'm starting, I watched a lot of, like, body transformation videos of people yeah. and, like, tried to kind of get myself psyched up o- over it. So I'm kind of psyched. Yay. Yay. I like it. Because it does. It helps. I mean, it, chemically, it helps your brain. Yeah. Makes you, I mean, it brings it, it kicks off that serotonin. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Which I need <laughs> in spades. So. Oh, I hear you. I mean, I, I, I just, this week was a, just a, it was a rough one. Yeah. It was a rough one. Oh, yeah. Um, but as I, I heard and I have come to the conclusion and had enough, like, walking through this, every all the other states did really well. So Exactly. The, so. Take the bad with the good. Right. Okay. So we're going <laughs> to take a little break. A little breaky for us. A little breaky poop. And we're going to come back in two and two and talk about alien abduction, colon, incident at Lake, in Lake County. 1998. <laughs> Year of my graduation. <laughs> Wee! Yay! And we're back. We're back, bitches. Yo. Hello. Hola. <laughs> Hola. Hola. Come on, dad. Um. So. <laughs> Man. So I saw this um, on these this um, found footage documentary because this is like, and I just remember it being um, at Thanksgiving. That was like what I remembered about it. Um, and then I saw we watched a movie. They also yeah. reviewed it. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, it looks really, okay. I didn't watch that. Hmm, maybe I should have. I meant to. Maybe. Oh yeah. I mean. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that happened. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so what's the backstory about this? About uh, the, the 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 original tapes or something was in 1989, and then they yeah, redid so, it in 1998. I don't know. Um. So what happened was they had McPherson tapes, which you can watch on Shutter. Um, I honestly. I wouldn't recommend it. I watched it. I was barely paying attention, but it was so dark. I couldn't see anything. Like, oh, like literally. It was so dark because it was like it was 1989, I think. So we're talking about 10 years difference of technology. Yeah. And the, ca- right. And the camera home, home video was. Yeah. Home um, video cameras were not. No. And you had. High def. <laughs> yeah. And you had about the same amount of characters. Uh, but literally, it's the same plot, just taking place um, on a bir- at the little girl's birthday, as opposed to Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, but like, and then there's no teenager. The kid with the um, the uh, camera is in college. Okay. Um. Oh right, because in this he's sixteen. Yeah, Tommy. 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 Um. Uh, like you said, what's the running time on this piece of crap? Oh, one hour thirty five minutes. Yeah, because the direct- of your life. Yeah, <laughs> the believe the director is the same director of McPherson tapes. Oh, and 
there is no rot- official uh, critics Rotten Tomato score. However, there is an audience score of forty-seven percent, uh, which is not a, f- which is still higher than Halloween ends. <laughs> Yeah, uh, just cor- for perspective, the two Corys. Um, uh, you will not be able to find this anywhere except for YouTube. Yeah, uh, someone, some kind soul, uh, uploaded it. <laughs> All I know is up on the screen was this big fucking owl. I'm like, what is happening? Oh, I know. Um, owl, something, something, something. And then they spelled the wrong. Of course they did. Thanks, editing. Yeah. God. Um. Okay, this makes a whole fucking lot of sense. Although the film is set in Lake County, which is where we live. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was not supposed to be. I think it was supposed to be Lake County, like New York. Illinois, maybe. Something. Or Indiana. There's a Lake Indiana. County in Indiana. Although the film was set in Lake County, it was shot in Vancouver and all the actors were Canadian. I could have sworn there I were heard a lot of A's in oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yup. I heard boot. an A and I heard, yeah, and I heard some about. A boot. <laughs> um, the filmmakers expected the network Some to stories. force them to remove the swearing, so they just did it. Yeah, they just bleeped it out. Yep. Like whenever there was swearing, they just yeah. Bleeped so it. they figured that the network was going to make them do it. So, um, the Showtime network offered Dean Alito a budget of one point two million to remake his original film. So that's where this came from. So, mm. but why? I, I don't know. Anyhow, um. I'm looking for anything else. It's like, oh my God, a Dahina Lido once, it's the director, once got a letter from a woman who had watched the film while pregnant and claimed it almost made her miscarry. <laughs> the look on your face. Come the fuck on. Get out of here. There were, I will say, there were a couple spots in this movie where I was like, which I love about fucking. This is what I love about found footage. Is something walks. You barely see something, but you see it, and you have to rewind and go. There it is. Like, yeah, that's the kind yeah. of shit that I love. Um, and there's a couple of things here that I was like, okay, movie, I like that. Uh, but not enough. It wasn't like jump scare. Mm-hmm. It was more like, did I fucking did I see something there? Um, or when a character goes, did you see that in the window? And then you, of course, have to rewind it to, like, fucking look and see, you know, uh, what did he see? But not enough to expel a, a child from my uterus. No. 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 Expelliarmus. Expelliarmus. <laughs> Akio newborn. Uh, Akio. Akio fetus. Akio Pubert. Anyhow, um, that was the name that of the baby from Adam's family. Um, <laughs> all right, that's there's really no. I mean, there's not, there's not much else to be said. It's a found footage film yeah. that's been remade, right? This this was the remake of of McPherson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was the remake. Yeah, with a one point two million dollar budget. I don't, yeah, especially since this is like Blair Witch was what the same year? Mm, yes, not the, the year after yeah. 99? 99? Yeah. 99, I want to say. This wasn't like a nat, this wasn't a, a, a what do I want to call it? Commercial release, was it? No, it was, yeah, yeah, 1999. Yeah. So like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, but I mean, that had a budget of 
two hundred thousand dollars and made two hundred forty-eight million dollars. Yeah, it did. Fuck them. But you know, I also do love the Blair Witch a little bit too. I'm not gonna. Lie. I haven't seen that movie since the theater. I saw it once or twice afterwards. It doesn't have that punch when you first see it. That last shot, yeah, is a fucking gut punch. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, and there's creepiness all along through that movie, but that last shot is a fucking gut punch. Oh, I may bring that up after after our review after we go through this. I will have to say most. I mean, and there's a reason it's found footage is because they have found the tape somewhere, so you know it's never going to end happy. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and usually you're gonna find some, you know the reason that they found it is because the person is now dead. So right. Um, one, I think one film that gets really well, does this really well, but there's no shocker really there is. And there isn't is the Poughkeepsie tapes, which is another like documentary style, but they, it's about a serial killer who like, they find these tapes of all of his kills Oh, and they go through them. And, uh, that one's, that one's a rough one. Uh, it's not really, really graphic, but it's still like, it's rough. Yeah. I mean, it's killing women. Rough enough. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, most have that jumpy, you know, end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about this thing. Okay. Uh, my notes in the beginning were kind of general. They were a little overly broad. Yeah. Uh, before getting into it. Um, well, you have to mention this too. This is 1998. This is the height of the X-Files. So this is like, it's not a shocker to me that Showtime was like, here, uh, Brian Alito, whatever your name is, here, here's some money. Go make a alien movie. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, because we need to eat that. What, was that Jonathan Frakes thing? Alien autopsy? Oh, I never heard. Yeah. Him. But I mean, that was like the, you know, culturals in the cultural zeitgeist at the time. It was like yeah. the height of. So it's not a surprise to me. They're like, let's make your, you know, alien movie. Oh, who the hell is this cheap-ass John Larroquette narrating here? <laughs> I don't know, actually. I don't know either. Yeah, I uh, Also, it was paid with weed. I don't know. I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming. I'm assuming. They're like, just give him a bag of weed. It'll be fine. Um, we're opening into this. Uh, they're all setting up for Thanksgiving, which was so... I don't know if anybody else... I don't know when you guys eat Thanksgiving, but I don't. Eat, we don't usually eat that late on thanksgiving no we eat at like two or three in the afternoon yeah it's still light outside yeah this was like it was weird it felt weird <laughs> that it was like five six o'clock and they're eating they're just sitting down to dinner i'm like okay well plus they're waiting for the sister that hasn't arrived yet and... oh oh we'll get there yeah, we'll get there um family gathers for thanksgiving the oldest brother curtis is a total douche oh he's a yeah he's a mega douche i wonder where he was january 6th <laughs> i think we know um, yep. oh no he well he did not sadly did not <laughs> yeah, try this but well, yeah he, he was he's getting anal probed that's what he was oh, doing gosh. so there's so it's uh brothers kurt is the oldest mm-hmm. then there's sister mel who has not arrived yet no um another brother brian and then tommy yep. those are the siblings and they have um, their mother's there, and um, Kurt has his wife and daughter there. Um, Linda. Br- Linda. Yeah. Brian brings his girlfriend, uh, Renee. Renee. Tommy's 16, so it's just him. Uh, Mel. 
<laughs> pulls a guess who's coming to dinner. Yeah. And brings home her boyfriend, Matthew, who's African-American. And um, her racist brother, Kurt, is yep. like caught off guard by this. Uh, <laughs> and it's super awkward and yep. awful. It makes it even worse. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And... Um, okay, okay, okay. So we'll get there. So uh, Mel brings her new black boyfriend home for dinner, Matthew. Uh, the power goes out. Uh, the boys go to check on it. The circuit breaker is totally fried. Do we need anything before this? Uh, <laughs> total on grandma's bo- glasses of wine. One. Yeah, so get, far. Yeah, we get grandma. We're, we're going to be at grandma's wine count because girl goes through a lot of glasses of wine in this. Oh, yes, yeah, she does. Uh, she's a, she's a low key alcoholic. Yeah. I, I love the, t- at what point it gets brought up to her is amazing. Oh yeah. But this is at, we're at one right now. <laughs> um, Chalk it up to one. Well, so before this though, uh, Tony, uh, Tommy looks going, looking, he's going to look for Renee and Brian and they're oh, in the yeah, bathroom. Yeah. Like and Brian is just sucking on Renee's tits. Yep. It's <laughs> yep. blurred out. Yeah. For some reason. But it was another instance of a brother checking out a brother and, like, doing something sexual. And, like, yeah. it was like, okay, come on, guys. Meh. No. Meh. No. Well, in fairness, he only had Renee in view, not his brother. So there's that. It's still. It's still creepy, though. Yeah, Um. <laughs> but Brian can fucking get it. Yeah. Just say that. Brian's not bad looking. No. No, he's not. Mm-mm. Um. <clears throat> boop, boop. Good-looking turkey. Yeah. Good-looking dinner. Then suddenly the power goes out, and they're like, mm, the fuck was that? Oh, boo. The power went out. Go check out the circuit breaker. Second glass of wine. <laughs> glass number two. Um, the boys go check out the circuit breaker, which is outside, mm-hmm. and it is completely fried. Like, it is smoking. Right. Like, something exploded inside of it or something. And they're like, what the actual fuck is this? Um, there's no getting the power back. Um, and then the boys see an explosion some miles away Right. that Tommy captures on video. And I immediately thought blown transformer, which it was. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then the boys have a conversation about mom and her drinking since their father died. Oh, this is what I love about this conversation. They're giving Tommy shit about not like confronting their mom about the alcoholism. Or telling them about it. Even because he even says like. Um, because I said my note was they expect the teenage brother to talk to their mother about her alcoholism. He's sixteen. He's sixteen years old. And they what is he supposed to do? Right. And they and they haven't lost their father too awfully long. I mean, it's been a year. Yeah. So it's, it's been barely a year. Yeah. So let the lady grieve, man. Yeah. Just let her do it in her own time. So the uh, transformer exploded. Um, some like a mile off or something. They mm-hmm. could, you know, it's close enough for them to see it. Yeah. Um, which if anybody, if nobody, um, I mean, that's exactly what it looks and sounds like. Right. Um, right. so the effect on that was really good because <laughs> I've been around, I mean, the transformer on my street has blown a few times. Um, unfortunately, it's- because the power, fucking power company sucks. Um, <laughs> They used to. So this was something I learned when my dad was in. He worked for the power company. Mm-hmm. And what they when it was owned by the previous owners, back in his day, back in like the 80s and 90s, they used to offer overtime to linemen to 
on the weekends, drive around neighborhoods and clean, clean up and maintenance the yeah. transformers. Yeah. Well, they stop doing that. So right. they tend to capitalism. Right. Cause bottom line. So they tend to break a lot more, a lot easily, a lot easily, a lot more, e- a lot more, a lot easily. more easily. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It's the do. <laughs> My brain is a little, uh, like, kind of scrambled. My brain is a little scrambled. I think that there's more do in there that we don't know about. Like, Damn it. I thought this was caffeine free. It doesn't say there's caffeine in it. My. No caffeine. Okay, so that's just. It's just. So the it's ba- just the. <laughs> it's just the badness of it. Yeah. It's screwed me up. <laughs> it's just that bad. <laughs> I'm just a little like I'm I'm all over the place because I got three fucking computers open and an iPad and a phone and I'm just trying to make it work with a fucking band aid, guys. Hey man, <sighs> we'll do what we can. But um, this is the funny part that I like because Kurt goes, "Was that lightning? No, you fucking twat, no, you idiot!" <laughs> like what? Okay, like lightning doesn't. Ugh. Oh right, so this so we were talking about how. The boys are giving poor Tommy shit for not confronting his mother about oh, alcoholism. And it's like, uh, yeah. What is this little 16 year old kid supposed to I, do on his own? Fuck you. So they, they purposely paint Kurt to be such an asshole because, he oh, they really do. Up, he also brings up Matthew, who is Renee's boyfriend. And he literally says, I don't, you know, like, I don't like him. And he's like, they're like, why? He goes, guy's got a major attitude. And the one brother goes, cause he's doing our sister. <laughs> <laughs> And I wrote, wait, do you think that's funny? <laughs> like, cause, okay, guys, like, you're all kind of gross. Awesome. Like, yeah, they are kind of gross. But, yeah. but the fact is, like, they are building Kurt up to be, like, yeah. this major ass. But then Kurt is like, well, I wish you would have, like, warned us. That's all. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, you I douche. Mean, it, also in 1998, so. Whatever. Right. Or eight, well, 1989. Yeah. In essence, this film was remade in 1988. But it was supposed to be present day, I guess. So what? Whatever. Yeah. Whatever movie. Whatever movie. Still, uh, yeah. So they go to investigate the blown transformer, and it keeps popping. They don't do that. I just wrote transformer, <laughs> not the Michael Bay kind. Not the no. <laughs> Michael fucking Bay. <laughs> Fuck you, Michael oh, Bay. Oh god, that was supposed to. Be when good. does he get to make movies? <laughs> um, talk yeah. about horror movie. <laughs> My horror. Um. They don't do that. Uh, they it, So it keeps popping, keeps popping. And then they look next to it and they, see. They don't notice this giant fucking spaceship. Just right. Oh, something from the Air Force. Yeah, no, it is. A okay. Giant spaceship. And it's like, wait, got, you literally don't see that? It took it's, you that long to figure this out? It just slowly pan over to yeah. it. Wait, what's that? Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and all these right. Little aliens coming out of it and walking around. Yeah, no one's paying attention. Yeah, they see. Um, oh, they see a huge spaceship. Tommy has zero chill because he's no. like fl- flipping the fuck out, and Kurt appropriately so is like, "Shut the fuck up! Shut up! Shut up!" He just keeps. <laughs> What's out. that guy doing? It's a fucking alien. <laughs> so the aliens, uh, they see two aliens, and they're like. Cutting open a cow or something like that in the field. These figuring Dan looking things are just walking around like almost brain dead almost. Like they don't have, because they're, you know, 
We don't see their faces or anything. No, they kind of don't have faces. No, but, but they do have heads like Finger and Dan, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then the aliens notice them because, they again, they have zero chill and they're freaking right. the fuck out and making a bunch of noise. Right. And shining flashlights at them. Derp. All, all these bad decisions. I know. It's like. What, what what worst decision can I make? Let's do that. Let's yeah. call attention to ourselves. <laughs> do you have any of those like <laughs> little lights from your rave from last night? Let's click those on too right. while we're at it. Yeah, the one that flashes. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> do you still have that strobe light? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the really bright one that shines out to like 500 feet. Yeah, Perfect. Do you still have that speaker <laughs> in your pocket? Do you still have that blowhorn? Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, baby. Oh, so all I between this story, we keep breaking in with like talking head interviews. So right here is when the alien lifts up the ray gun he's got uh, and shoots. They break in with a talking head from the sheriff. Yeah. Not, um, not corroborating that the McPhersons had been abducted. <laughs> like I roll. Okay. Cool. Thanks for telling us this now. So I know where this is headed. Cool. Um. Wine glass number three. Here we go. (laughs) So So the aliens point something at them and then they, it's, you see this red glowing light and Brian cries out in pain and they, they book it back to the house. Right. Right. Brian's been hurt. Uh, But all you see, but again, because it's found footage and because somebody has a handheld camera, all you see are feet running. Yeah. And I'll say at the end, um, the alien uh yeah yeah yeah. they run back to the house of course the family doesn't believe them duh because they're like there's fucking aliens out there and the family's like okay well they're trying to get matthew to go out matthew goes i go out there and i'm like smart matthew smart right smart poor matthew you were the best character here um oh they fucking shoot there's a shot did you catch that fucking evil precious moments doll on the mantle? No. Oh, oh God. I was like, if not aliens, they are getting haunted by whatever that fucking thing is. I'm sure. Oh my God. It's probably got, you know, the husband's ghost in it. Um, oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say ashes. <laughs> that too. Throw those at the aliens. See if they'll oh leave. Oh my God. So... No one really cares much about the aliens at this point, uh, even though Brian's hand is half blasted off. They'd rather yeah. sit down to eat. Yeah, they're hell bent on. Mother is hell bent oh, on this is. Thanksgiving. Making dinner. sure that kid. The, I don't know what the kid. Well, look made. at the turkey. It came up perfect. I know. I was really jonesing for some of that fucking turkey. Hell yeah. I would go back in time to eat that bitch. Um, oh, I do have a story about uh, Tuesday that I will share off the air with you about going back in time. Oh, perfect. Uh, back in time. <laughs> I, so they do eat. Uh, well, no, they they start to eat because then they're doing Thanksgiving. They're passing around this glitz, this Glade Sensations candle as a <laughs> Thanksgiving candle. I'm like, <laughs> what they're thankful for for during the year. Um. So then they catch. Oh right, there's a there's something at the window. They catch one of the aliens walking in, behind by the there's, window. Um, there's a. F- Is there a flash? Before that, there's a flash of light outside. Um, 
as they're arguing, but this is before they all sit down and they're, and, but it seems whatever is out there is leaving. The family sits down to dinner and then Tommy sees a figure outside the window. And this is where I wrote, oh my God, that's why I love found footage. Cause I definitely rewound and looked at the little head yep. going up in the window. And I was like, yep. that's kind of why I love I did this. catch it. Cause I was staring, like the whole time the video was centered on Kurt, I was looking at that fucking window. That's, I think that's the genius of found footage. And it's that it's like, uh, it's like a haunted house. Yeah, where it's it's direction because mm-hmm. you you were what would better is if you were focusing on that window and something had come out in this side, that yeah. would have been even better. Yeah. Um, but and again, I know this isn't a visual medium, so you don't know what I'm doing with my hands. I can yeah. be doing whatever. I can even make a jerk off motion, which I am right now. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Oh, and at this point, so the family's flipping the fuck out. Like, what is wrong with you guys? You know, you guys are cr- uh, seeing things. Yeah. Well, you guys they, are spooking us. And right. then Kurt goes up to Tommy and, he's, and he asks, can you rewind that? Can yeah. you rewind the footage that you have? And so Tommy rewinds the video and show the family what they saw. Yeah, now they're all. And so soon, at, yeah, and they're all like, what the fuck was that? Glass number four. Glass number four. <laughs> oh man so grandma is like really worried about whether or not rosie's eating yeah my god she, she could be abducted or like rosie probed, is the, but god don't let her miss a meal no rosie is her grandchild yeah, and a she's a girl that keeps running away and rosie's got this weird like she's got this the little girl from poltergeist yeah. kind of vibe yeah you know she's like been i think the because we learn later the aliens could kind of communicate in their minds so i think they are communicating because she's probably the most um uh open willing to yeah listen um so i they've been they were like hey little girl <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey hey hello hey. hello <laughs> hello little girl let us in little girl mm. let, uh, let the right one in uh that's a different oh, movie, that's a movie. So- that book is good the movie's good mm. anyhow mm. Soon, uh, in a, in like a minute after they're dialoguing, soon everyone's ears are ringing. Right. And there are some kind of shots fired inside. <laughs> Just wrote, now y'all know how I feel most days. My, my tinnitus. Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, the glass starts, the glass breaks because it's so loud. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what that pop, like, yeah, there's like, I didn't know if there were shots fired or something. But no, it, I think it's, it's it glass hit popping. The, yeah, it hit, Got it was it. like an decibel that hit, it broke the glass. Okay, okay. That's um, what it was. Yeah, the, the glass, there's glass shattering. Uh, um, enter the, enter Chris Angel into the movie, because then we go to this dock, this talking head with this guy who looks like fucking Chris Angel. I, please interrupt me with, with those, because I did not write any of the talking heads, I, because I, I did just, not give a fuck. That was the only note I had about that, because I was like, this is so stupid. We do not need this in this movie. No, we don't i did not give a fuck about no. any of those people no that keep interrupting and that there are con- throughout this movie there are constant interruptions of either talking heads or there are two times where we get a viewer discretion advised advisory yeah and yeah. i'm like do we need this i think that was p- through commercial breaks when he came back from the commercial break sure i mean i'm just saying could be, but it was annoying. Cut this out. was supposed to be like a War of the Worlds-esque sort of thing. Ugh. Sure. <sighs> yep. the, oh, the doors are all locked. Mom Kurt, is drunkenly sweeping. Mom is... <laughs> like that lady from the crazies. 
she's <laughs> happily sweeping, trying to maintain some Making sort sure of Making sure everyone's fucking eating and drinking. Normalcy, right. Some sense yep. of normalcy, grasping it, grasping onto it. Kurt rallies the family to leave. He goes to the family's truck or the mom's, the dad's truck or whatever. Best Tommy line. Did you write down Tommy's line here? No. Oh, man, I think I peed my pants. Oh. Man, I did. I peed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he t- yeah, the camera Kurt. pans down and his pants are wet. Oh, and- yeah, poor Tommy. Um, and Kurt is just like, dude, that so does not matter right now. No, just don't worry t- about it. Level of priorities? Right. Far down. Not one. No, no one will <laughs> sit next to you in the truck. That's fine. <laughs> we got 99 problems and some pissy pants. Yeah, we're going to grab a couple garbage bags before we leave and put them down on the seat. You'll be fine. We'll be fine. Let's go. The truck, however, is fried as well. The yeah, battery is completely dead. melted. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. and the truck and he opens the hood and it's smoking. Yeah, like something hit it and it's completely garbage. Um, and then they hear so they go back inside, and say the truck is gone. What are you talking about? Then they have the dialogue and then class number five. <laughs> Thank you. No then they hear movement on the roof, yeah. so Tommy runs outside. And looks on the Before roof. Before that, all of their wa- watches have also stopped. Oh, right. Their watches stopped. I was like, where's stopped. Mulder? That's a big thing on the X-Files. Is watches oh, is stopping it? During alien oh, abductions. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their watches stopped. Mm-hmm. They hear movement on the roof. And Tommy runs outside, points the camera up, and sees that, and doesn't see anybody on the roof. However, he sees that a window is open on the top floor. He runs back in. Someone screams, close the flue. I'm like, yeah, that's going to help. <laughs> They're not coming down that way. No, there's an alien. And there's currently a fire in there, so no, keep that open by all means. <laughs> yeah, in fact, that fucker's got a ray gun. Do you see your brother's hand? That ain't gonna do shit. Nah. 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 Nah, nah bruh. <laughs> E.T.'s coming for you, one way or the other. Jeez. Flu or no. <laughs> so, at this point, Kurt... Inve- ties a flashlight or tapes a flashlight, flashlight onto the end of a shotgun. shotgun. Yeah, that's that seems safe. <laughs> and he goes upstairs. Tommy follows behind because, again, you know, even though he keeps telling Tommy to chill out and stay the fuck downstairs, but of course, we need to see what we, the audience, need to see what's going on. So right. Tommy brings the camera with him. Which is announcing their fucking presence with this light on. Yes! It. Yeah. So it's he's got go- the camera light and the flashlight, and they're going upstairs. They go in the attic at this point, don't they? Is it the attic? Yeah, because I just wrote... You're right, you're right. You need to straighten your attic the fuck up. It's a oh, mess. it's a fucking mess. Plus, there's too many paper products up there. This thing will go up like It's a, a fire hazard. <laughs> Where are your fire safe boxes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought if, I, I thought that's how they got in. Like, they had already been in, and they just dumped that shit. I'm like, no, Grandma's just a fucking mess. Yeah. She's a hot goddamn mess. A box mess. of carrots. And she's going to have a hot goddamn mess And she buys attic. her carrots in bulk. Lot, there were a lot of fucking carrots. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was. Um, so then, as Kurt is kind of sweeping the upstairs, Tommy books it to his bedroom to change, change his, his pants. pants. Which, this was like waiting for something. I oh, I know. For something for happening. I was like, Ooh, that fucking alien. Is he peeping? Is he peeping on Tommy? He's peeping on his pee-pee pants. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so. uh, and he does because he freezes Tommy. Mm-hmm. And I just wrote, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. Like, so. Okay. So the alien walks in. Tommy freezes. The alien, like, picks up the camera turns it to Tommy and we see him frozen, turns it back on himself, puts it back down where it was 
and leaves. He's like, job done. Bleak, bleak, really? Out. <laughs> if you guys have not seen the Mr. Show sketch about Gleep Glops, it's very funny. Oh, I have not. It's I'll have to check it funny. out. Um, when it walks away, Kurt then traps it in one of the... We do have a cutaway here. Another cutaway. Another cutaway. To okay. a musician in a leopard print shirt. And With a like, giant aquarium behind it. Yes. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? One of those wall-sized aquariums. It took me a hot minute to figure out what the fuck he was talking about. And then I realized it was about being abducted. Yeah. But great. Cool. Like, cool I guy. see what they're trying to do. It was just not... It, it was... Was it, it was, executed well? It wasn't executed well. It was too abrupt of a change. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do... Like, I'm trying to think what... I know there's other... Like even documentaries that have done this better but um yeah this was it was it was a best bit of a mess but anyhow but yes kurt one's got one trapped in grandma's room yeah yeah in grandma's room um they run down for some rope or twine they end up getting twine Mm -hmm. to try to tie the door shut the something's trying to get out and then they see like in the crack of the door, this bright red light, the ray gun. Yeah. The ray gun. Um, there's a light from the web from its weapon, and Kurt fires the shotgun. Boom! At the door. Yeah. Then they open the door and they don't find a pulse on the alien. Yeah. And the alien is like there on the floor. R.I.P. Finger and Dan. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Salad fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they don't find a pulse on the alien. They cover the body and barricade the door. And then people's noses start bleeding. Yeah, Kurt's first. And I just wrote, Kurt's this is first. the X-Files. Holy shit. Oh, really? All of this is from X-Files? Yeah, I mean, Scully, well, Scully, her nose is, nose is bleeding because she had uh, brain tumor. But, uh, which was oh, caused cool. by a, being abducted by aliens at one point. Meh. Um, but... Yeah, there. I mean, any sort of thing like yeah, freezing time, nosebleeds. Um, oh God, there's all kinds of things supposedly mm. that uh, it, when you're in the presence of an alien, I guess. Oh, these are not telltale signs I'm aware of. They also don't exist, so it doesn't fucking matter. I mean, sure. Neither do zombies, but we know those rules. Um, yeah. So and, and Tommy's like, it's a light gun. I'm like, it's not a light gun, Tommy. It's a ray gun. We all know this from the. Yeah, lore. that's right. <laughs> uh, well, um, I wrote so I go. He's like talking about. So Kurt says, like you said, he couldn't find a pulse. He goes, I can't find a pulse. I said, it's an alien, dude. You don't even know if it has a circulatory system. Exactly. Exactly. No. How do you know it's dead? How do you know it's not regenerating? Like fucking Doctor Who bitch they're fighting upstairs yeah so uh they put a bookcase over the hole because that seems like a really good plan sure uh oh and then they run downstairs uh, kurt's nose bleeds first and then they get downstairs well, and everybody they go downstairs is because creepy rosie just goes daddy let's all go downstairs now oh right right rosie yeah. is starting to get super creepy yeah so where were we? We are <laughs> somewhere. Nosebleeds. Nosebleeds. X Files. <laughs> <laughs> we were at nose. Everybody's nose starts to bleed, mm-hmm. and then a red ra- laser light floats around the house. Yeah. That knocks out Renee. Yeah. Yeah. 
How? I don't know. Don't know. She passes out. Mm-hmm. Um, they're everybody's flipping out. Kurt and Brian go outside to get the uh, truck fixed. There's another. They're they're gonna switch the battery from the tractor right. or something. Right. We'll be we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, well. Let's say whoa. Let's just okay. I have a note that says whoa, Brian. Let's just not start throwing accusations and punches. Uh, oh yes, because because Renee's like um, I forgot who 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 he starts blaming for Renee. Kurt. Kurt. Yeah, and then they they get into a fist oh because fight. because he he quote unquote killed the alien. Yeah, so yeah. they wouldn't be messing with them if he hadn't killed them. Right. Blah, blah, blah. right. And Kurt's just patting Renee's face. It was very weird. It was weird. It was real weird. Um, we are on glass six. Glass number six. Wow. <laughs> I'm glad you were paying attention because I, I certainly yep, wasn't. Yep. Uh, Rosie's gone. Oh, wait. <laughs> she's trying to pull the bookcase from the door. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, she ran upstairs and yep. she's, you know, she's, she's tra- kind of in a trance-ish. She's trying to let the little little, little guy out. <laughs> so, um, Kurt and Brian go outside to get the truck fixed while everybody waits inside. Right. Um, there's a red flash of light outside. Yep. And... Um, then... Tommy, like, we see Rosie sitting at the piano, and Tommy is talking about how Rosie's playing beautifully. Nobody can hear it. But nobody can hear it, and she she doesn't look to be doing anything. But the grandmother hears it, too, and they're all like, what's, you know, it's freaky, what's going on, what's going on? Uh, But we hear nothing. Right. And then, pan to... And then Tommy sees Matthew and Linda on the couch, and and they kiss, apparently. But I don't think we actually see that. They go in. No, they are. They're making out. Yeah. Um. So, so because maybe at I just missed two, it because on, I don't care. We're on wine seven because we, yeah, we there's a whole bunch, but it doesn't matter. It does not matter. I'm just glossing over the into the intricacy, the intimate details. I don't know. It's no. We are fine. We're we're doing just fine. Um. But um. So they they kiss and everybody's like, "What the hell?" And obviously Mel, Mel is fucking pissed and. But they're like they thought they that they were one another's spouses. Like Matthew was saying how he thought Linda was her, right, right, and vice versa. And vice versa, Linda thought he was her. Yeah. I don't know. Linda in her what... very shiny, very shiny shirt. Her pack sun. I shiny had a shirt. I had a shirt like that. I totally oh, sure had a shirt like did. that. I'm sure. I'm sure we all did. It made me miss it. So <laughs> it was like sat, like faux satin. Oh yeah, yeah. This is also when uh, Tommy's trying to get batteries to replace uh, his, in his camera, so he leaves the camera down. Yeah. Rosie comes in and takes the bullets out of the shotgun. Yeah. Uh, again, gla- glass of wine, eight. There we go. Um, the, uh, they this go. Is, this is the time where Tommy decides to broach the alcohol problem with his mother. There are members of your family missing. Not the time, Tommy. Not the time. You let Grandma drink as much as she wants. Yeah, right now. Yeah, <laughs> she's going to drink. Okay, she's going to drink. So shut your face. Um, they go back to check. They go to check back on Renee, and she's she's foaming, foaming like a at the mouth. Junk air dog. Yeah. <laughs> so they clean her up, and then she starts convulsing. So she's going to die like Janis Joplin. Yeah. Oh. R.I.P. I love that they're all at this point looking at Matthew like he's got the answers, like. 
Because he's, he's the next male in the house. I yeah. hate all the stereo, all of it, all the yeah. stereotypes. You can just and imagine the... Matthew being like, "Why did I get sucked up with this?" Bitch? Oh, I know. There is an earlier comment made, like way, way earlier, that Matthew, like when everything, when at the point where the family doesn't believe them, and Matthew says like an offhand comment to Mel that is heard by everybody, saying something like, "Your family sure has some strange Thanksgiving, you know, traditions." Haha. But this yeah. is, you know, and then Kurt like gets in a altercation with him and blah 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 and then they, that's when they rewind the camera and it's like no we're, we're gonna show fucking everybody that's, yeah. what the fuck we saw yeah um and then everybody's on board so just to speed things up uh tommy uh, I'm not be, uh, yeah. tommy goes upstairs for blankets because suddenly everybody's cold yeah. what am i a baby i'm not scared you screaming like a bitch upstairs yeah and then screaming for your mother yeah yeah um good plan uh this so <laughs> Yeah. He goes upstairs and the barricade has been moved. The bookshelf that was blocking the door has been moved and the door's ajar. Yeah, there's the aliens gone. There's just like this red mass yeah. on, the, on the floor. And red? Really? That's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he so he freaks out and runs downstairs. Matthew at this point decides to walk to the street and get his car. And yeah, to go to get his car. We're, we'll, oh. we'll squeeze in the car if we have to. We've got to get out of here. We've got to get out of here. And peace out to the best character in this movie. Yeah. Who walks right out of movie town. Bye. Bye, Bye Matthew. Bye. Good see having you. Later. We'll never see you again. <laughs> RIPD. Oh, Yikes. there's a um, knock at the door. Yeah. Mel runs out because she thinks it's Matthew. Well, because when, when Kurt left. He right. said, I will knock three times. And there's been several times where Linda's like, I need to see if Kurt's okay. I want to go outside. I want to go outside. Well, and Matthew's been, like. There's also been like two knocks. Yeah. And they were waiting for the third. They're like, no, no, we are not. Kurt said three knocks specifically. And Matthew right. was like, I'm waiting for three knocks. I'm not opening that door until, you know. Yeah. But unfortunately, not, Matthew has now left. Then we hear, almost as soon as he's gone, we hear three slow knocks yeah. at the door. Mel runs outside, and I think that at this point we get another talking head. Yeah, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. I go, this is literally, this clinical psychologist is throwing shade. Because she says, well, if the McPherson brothers hadn't interrupted a cow autopsy, then maybe this wouldn't have happened. She's an anthropologist. Oh. She's a bitch. It doesn't matter, whatever. She's a bitch. It doesn't matter. Um, Pan back to, then we cut back to uh, Mel there's nobody there. There's nobody at the door. She comes back inside and the power goes in and out. Right. Like the lights are turning off and out. But, that, but you know, Tommy's like, that's impossible. That circuit breaker was fried. Right. Like there's no possible way it could have been fixed. Right. Um, you have a ray gun. And then mom sees Scott. I'm guessing yeah, that's, that's the that. dad. Mm-hmm. I just wrote, could be alcohol or psychosis. One of the two. Yeah. <laughs> or menopause. Whatever. Pick one. Or alien. I just. Pick one. Now, Pick one grandma, and run grandma with it. starts taking off them clothes. <laughs> yeah, because suddenly it's, it's getting hot. very hot in the house. Everybody's hot. Mm-hmm. Um, they all have um, marks from an alien on their necks. Yeah, they get some suddenly. Yeah, except for Rosie. Rosie in all of this is, the, and the psychologist does point this out that he said that he points out that Rosie is the chillest of them all. Yeah, she's playing the adult in 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 a, in a way, calming everybody down, and just being like, everything's going to be fine. We're you know, mm-hmm. um, and so Rosie's the only one unaffected. It right. seems, right? Even though she's probably the most affected in a weird way. Yes, because they've um, taken over her body. Yeah, much. Um, um, 
it suddenly gets hot in the house. The back of everybody's neck starts to burn, and there's this weird mark that shows up on everybody's back suddenly. Yeah. yeah. Then the random random appliances start to turn on and off. Um, the dishwasher, the blender, the ice maker in the fridge. Um, things are just going on and off. And everybody runs outside. Yeah. Then, then Because Linda has fucking had it at this point. Yeah, Linda Melick, we're gonna go find our dudes. Uh everyone's just gone. Yeah. Then they start to see the aliens coming through the woods and the red. Well, light. they they find Kurt's uh they go to the truck first. Right. And they find Kurt Kurt's shotgun taken apart. Yeah. In the truck. And yeah. they're like, He's gone, he's gone, what the fuck? And then they see a red light in the distance and figures approaching. Yeah. And the aliens are coming and they're like, yeah. What the fuck? They go to the run back of the house. Dan, the modal notes are coming. Huh? Figuring Dan and the modal nodes are coming to it too. <laughs> um, they run back to the house, but it's locked. So and then they, it's not. But then they, yeah. So they run to the side of the house. They're freaking out, trying to, you know, again, zero chill from anybody. Shut no. the fuck up. No, screaming, just making yeah. as much noise as possible. And the camera light is still on, so f- we, the audience, can see what's going on. But in reality, I think you'd want to shut that the fuck down, you dumbass. Um, but you know. <laughs> they didn't he didn't have the uh um uh uh wherewithal no 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 uh the 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 camera light for when it's dark what the hell is it called infrared infrared yeah. right yeah. there was no yeah. infrared so yeah. whatever um because that's way too much money uh-huh. um, <laughs> he's 16 what are you gonna do <laughs> um they yeah and after the red light goes away they see the red light turn like go away or shut off then they hear the a click and they're like is that the door unlocking and then the mom hears the phone ringing even though again the phone has been dead this whole time right so they run back to the house um the the door's unlocked yeah and they run back in the house random appliances are turning on again the gas stove the you know you know at this point it's like if if you don't understand that rosie is the conduit rosie is the conduit like right yeah and that happens on the x-files a couple couple times too there's a couple episodes where um there is like i forgot i think it's it's in the first season there's there's at least one where a little girl in the family is and i think the the episode is called the conduit oh interesting where like that's they she kind of like bring the aliens work through her Mm-hmm. And she makes it, you know, she makes it work, quote unquote. She makes the abductions right, happen. Because the entire time she's like trying to calm everybody down. And she's mm-hmm. also saying, let's just wait here. Let's just wait here. Let's just. Yep. And when they run back in, um, you know, the shit's turning on and off again. And they're like, what the fuck? Linda's freaking the fuck out and having a meltdown. Rosie uh, then says that Renee is dead. Yeah. Glass of wine number nine. <laughs> oh, we go through and another th- talking head. I think. Yep. Uh, da, 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 da. I didn't write. Uh, I didn't write it down. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> Renee's dead. Oh, it's some guy from some retired colonel from the army or whatever. Oh, saying, yeah. You know, I've and he has a picture of an alien behind him, and he's like, I've seen this stuff before, and blah, blah, blah. this is to- This totally makes sense. I don't know. All I know is Mel puts literally puts her mouth on a dead body, and I was like, okay, gross. Like, at this point, you know that, like, they try to give her CPR. I'm like, you know she's dead. Like, you, she has no pulse. Gross. Well, they're trying to save her. True. True, I guess. They're doing it wrong, but they're well, trying yes. to save her, trying to bring her back. Well, we don't they know don't know how long she's been dead. That's my problem. It's like, we don't know how long she's been dead. Yeah. Either. So you try. You try. 
if I, it if it's gonna remain dead, it's there's no harm in I'm breaking like, its I'm ribs. I'm glad that I've not been in a situation where I've had to put my mouth on a dead body. Um, not a dead body, but I have. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was at where we used to work. I had to perform CPR for oh. real. Oh, that yes, was yes, yeah, yes, yeah, that was terrifying. And when I got to when I got to her, you know. Uh, in our in our first aid training, it's been it's like every it's other. It's brand. It's like every other year it changes whether or not you give mouth to mouth, and in this case they said to do it, but really just the chest compressions is enough. Yeah. But if you're trying to, you know, you can do mouth to mouth, but it's not 100 percent like you have to do that. Mm-hmm. What you what matters the most is the chest compressions. Right. So when I got to her. You know, she was on the ground. She was completely blue. Her mouth was open and her tongue was hanging out. And that was super scary. Oh, I'm sure. Because um, I was like, well, I can't give mouth to mouth. So, because right. I was not, you know, I tried tilting her head back to see if her tongue would go back in her mouth. And I was like, that's not happening. Um, so I just did chest compressions. Luckily, right. um, I don't know if she ever gained consciousness if she ever regained consciousness full conscious it was somebody's grandma wasn't it? yeah it was a student's, student's grandmother grandma. um but you but, saved her life that day yes you're a hero okay but <laughs> well, it was are. a ter- it was a terrifying experience sure, and it was such an how many other people it was such an it? Adr- like that's a moment like the one moment i can point to when adrenaline totally took over yeah and I, I felt like I had an out-of-body experience. Like, I wasn't doing it, but I was. No, I can, yeah, I can imagine. I've heard because that it was, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's totally real. Like, I, I saw myself standing there frozen and then, like, saw me shoot forward out of my body and just get there and do it. Yeah. It's, like, it's so weird. If At one of the places I worked, I was a first responder for anything because we had a couple kids who were like, yeah, we're, we're constantly calling emergency room. And it's like when yeah. you're in that situation, it's like your brain just turns off and you just do like you just. Start it takes over. It take knows over. like our minds are very powerful things and it yeah. knows what to do. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And unfortunately, um, fortunately or unfortunately, it was all caught on camera. Wow. So. <laughs> um, so my bosses were reviewing the tape and, you know, like. You know, we're, they, they commended me and blah, blah, blah. But And what was so sweet, though, I'm sorry, I'll end the story. But what was so, so sweet is that like I felt terrible. I felt absolutely terrible because I didn't know anything. I didn't know she lived. She ended up dying, I think, three days later. But she had had a history of COPD and, oh. and all this other stuff. But the student's mother wrote a letter to me and to, like, the the maybe the president of the school or the dean or something like that and wrote a very very kind letter about me and you know and that was very very sweet and it was very touching and i still have it because I, I can't throw that away oh but no i mean that's yeah but it was still like i was sh- sh- fucking shook i was shooketh yeah. the house down boots i was shook yeah um so <laughs> in a moment of shock and panic yeah. I get why I get, it, yeah. I get it. But again, just chest compressions are fine. Yeah. 
Yeah. Don't have to do, you know, mouth to mouth is fine. You're trying to get oxygen Especially back into the lungs. She was but just foaming at the mouth not yeah, too long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want to risk whatever might still be in her mouth or throat to Lodge shoot further. then yeah. into her lungs. Yeah. Um, so that's kind, you know, another reason why it's not necessarily discouraged. But again, you have to circumstantial. Yeah. Yeah. All that matters are chest compressions right. because you're just getting the heart, trying to get the heart to work. Yeah. Or you're working for the heart. Right. To keep blood flowing. Right. Anyway, <laughs> that's fun. So um, t- <laughs> 10 glasses of wine. <laughs> Maybe I need one now. <laughs> yeah, right. We're at glass number 10, but guys. Mm. So they certainly. I'm at drink number two, so we're, we're on track. There we go. <laughs> uh this so these decide this you know they're going to there's, there's no really leaving at this point no there's no leaving they're just kind of waiting for whatever if that's light if that's being able to use the phone again whatever yeah so they decide to pass the time and play go oh, fish tommy before that tommy oh, his, runs his to the bathroom and makes a confessional in the bathroom and he's just like you know i, I love everybody i'm not ready to die i love my family here's here's the facts as i know it blah 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 so here's my theory as this and i because we're gonna it's we're getting we're so fucking close yes to the end. we're right there all the ladies are left uh-huh we all know what this all is. the ladies plus tommy well and he he will be dispatched soon yes this is a breeding program obviously for aliens possibly yes x-files someone watched a lot of x-files besides myself one of us did i watched zero no no no. i'm saying also possibly the writer of this (laughs) possibly possibly yes um yeah so they they come back to the table and again rosie is like let's have some tea the there's hot water because the burner was just on so there's warm water let's have some tea let's play some cards Let's just chill at the table. Let's yeah. wait right here. And so everybody kind of starts accepting. And it's, I don't want to say they're accepting their fate, but they almost are in a weird way. I think she is <clears throat> putting like a... Or they're accepting that they, they're coming to terms that they have no other options right now. They have zero zero options. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she's putting a calm over everything yes. too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. As, like you know... A- children tend to unless they're freaking out well also if they're you know possessed by an alien yeah i'm sure yeah <laughs> um, they... she starts playing the piano again it's a time where we can't hear it but it's driving tommy oh yeah he's them, got a hard headache tommy is it's driving him crazy yeah he's got yeah. a massive headache mm-hmm. um he tells rosie to knock it off because of his headache maybe she, maybe he hears her playing again rosie comes in and they deal the cards again because Tom, Tommy has already done it, but they it's like they're repeating. Yeah. And none of them realize it. Yeah. And Rosie kind of walks in and out, in and out. Um, when she walks out, there's a red light in the distance, and then Rosie walks back in. Right. And that's where we see in the right periphery um, aliens, a couple aliens come in, and they like freeze everybody. Tommy's freaking out, but they freeze him eventually. And they eventually take everybody away and then fade. One of them points to the camera and like fades it out. Yeah. And like one of the things that's happened throughout this film at random moments, again, when they're when they're likely close to an alien encounter is the camera gets all fucky. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's no better word for The it. film starts to distort at this point, too. Yeah, really it gets distorted going on. or fuzzy or the the visual and the sound is distorted because something is... Which is another thing with alien abductions. When, supposedly, when you are being abducted uh, or you come in contact with an alien, you, the electronics, besides electronics going haywire, radio signals also go... Yeah, like, which like, kind of makes sense. Yeah, because they, you know, which would make sense as to why have... the telephones don't work for telephonic signals and right. Yeah, um, and that's the movie. Camera fades out, and that's it. That's the movie. Boo! There it is. That's it. For the record, yes. Thanksgiving. <sighs> It's Thanksgiving. Oh <laughs> Do we want to give ratings and then opinions or opinions and then ratings? Opinions and then ratings. I fucking hate found footage. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. I, oh, God. What do you hate about it? I don't, ugh. It's uncomfortable as a view. I just don't enjoy it. Do you it. not like this, the shaky cam stuff? I don't like the shaky cam shit where I can't see fuck. I can't see fucking anything. I, I, I don't like it. I get why people like it. I pe- get why people get a thrill out of it. But to me, it's annoying. And I, <laughs> that I can't see what's going on. <laughs> or and it's done that way on purpose of course it's meant it's meant to it's meant to be yeah it's most meant to make you uncomfortable i get it yeah and i hate it i don't like it it makes me uncomfortable we are we will not be putting found footage (laughs) (laughs) no i want to watch blair witch again because i haven't since i mean honestly i think i still think the paranormal activity ones are pretty pretty decent i've never watched those and i have even less appreciation for the first one actually, I, you know what you know what more security footage so it's it's not like it's a little more stable yeah. and so there's that secondly i would i would take ghosts over aliens any day any day i don't have a thing for aliens i don't either i don't either like this to me was like i i loved x files but honestly the ones i really enjoyed were like the creature features like the creature sure. like, i didn't the alien you know um mythology that was like okay whatever i don't i like i get it and it has its place in like you know there are times when horror and sci-fi tend to blend yeah you know for certain films i mean honestly aliens aliens is one alien and aliens that's a that's a great example of when they blend and it works well yeah and I'm fucking into it. I would watch Aliens every day, twice on Sunday. I really would. Yeah. Such a good movie. Yeah. Even Alien. Oh, Alien. That's what I was thinking of, actually. Because, I mean, yes. Yeah. Which, funny enough, my mom and dad went to together on a date. Cute. And they were like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I, was, I don't know if they left. They might have left. It was a lot for them. It, well. It was, it's I mean, that's probably part of the time when, you know, John Hurt, you know, a fucking... Dies, yeah. Yeah, he gets the chest burster. I think that would probably, for my father's 1970-whatever eyes, 78, 80, whatever, he was probably like, ah! 
police officer, you'd think he would have seen some shit because he saw some shit. But yeah, no, no yeah. I get it. I get it. My it, dad's I, my dad was the same way. He was a frontline Vietnam Marine. Yeah. But when my mom had the first two children, he fucking passed out and needed more medicine than her. <laughs> like, there's just something to that. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I get, I get, I totally get it. I really do understand. I think for me, it's because I don't get scared at most stuff. Like yeah. most non, like it doesn't, it, it doesn't shock me anymore. That's why I said this was funny with the visit coming up. I legit screamed a couple times. Oh yeah. There was a couple that, couple jump scares that yeah. got me. There were a few. Yeah. And I was so fucking giddy about it. <laughs> no, but you put that same jump scare in like. Uh, non-fun found footage. I can, I can. It's telegraphed, like you know, twenty feet away. There's only been a few that have got me. Yeah. In a in a non-fun found footage film. Yeah. So that's kind of why I like it because in it's that moment of like it, and also I think for me it's the realism. Like you're in the real. Like it's not a fancy camera for the most part. Right. It is like it is. There's no music. There's no background music. No, no sound. Nope. And that to me makes it creepier. It very much does. It's more atmospheric for me than than most. I think, uh, especially going back and watching old movies with no soundtracks. Yeah, like the old Dark House. It had up. no soundtrack, yeah. and it was creep, and it made it creepier. Yeah, I mean, there's something absolutely frightening about that. that yeah, this is we're using nature for it to be the soundtrack. This could happen to anybody. Right. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. This was not my favorite at all. <laughs> I wouldn't watch it again. No. Um. It's not. I, it's me, just. I, it's just not a genre I I appreciate. No, I, I can't it. appreciate, and I and I get why people like it and appreciate it, and I don't fault anybody for their opinions and views or enjoyment for that matter, or their choice of entertainment. But far be it from me to judge. Right. I mean, also, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's things in this genre that I don't. I mean, like you and I have talked about it. I do not enjoy uh, house invasion movies. Sorry. Nope. Nope. As a single woman. Don't enjoy those. I don't need that. I don't need no, it. No, I remember Good. sitting through Hush not too long ago and going, why the fuck am I watching this movie? Oh, my God. But the, the deaf woman who's single woman living God. by herself. I remember I was um, two ex-boyfriends ago. I <laughs> um, He was, and he was not a scary movie guy either. Mm-hmm. But I remember him calling me like, at midnight one night and I was like on like a work night and I was like what what's going on dude and he's like I just watched a scary movie please don't judge me but like I I just had to know that you're okay and hear your voice and it was the strangers that oh, he watched Jesus, yeah, yeah 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 talk about home invasion one of the scariest movies of the time I've not and watched was, that movie no and I won't or nope. I, I want to now yeah, I don't want to see anything happen. But it'll to my be girl, really hard. Live, oh, Liv Tyler. I love don't want anything Liv to happen Tyler. to her or Scott Speedman. I like him too, so I'm like, no, nope, yeah. no, no, I'm good. Um, although there is a, uh, I think it's the third. There's like a Strangers Pray at Night or something like that. Yeah, it's it's. I've watched that one, and actually that one's not bad because it's in a trailer park or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it's still. Is it a foreign film? In. It's a horror film. Yeah, no, it's foreign. Oh, foreign film? No, it's it's. Uh, I watched the foreign film version of The Strangers. Which what's that? I don't know. Because there's also Funny Games, which is another Uh-oh. home invasion movie. And there's because that's actually the U.S. one was based on a French film. Um. Okay. Blood and Gore. <laughs> one. 
I gave it a zero. I don't. Well, his hand. That's it. I don't fucking count nosebleeds. Thank you. Well, his <laughs> hand got shot up. He was missing part of his hand at some point. Yeah. So. It, he got a mark anyway. No, I mean, it's like what you would see on like a, a cartoon, for God's sakes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, spooky scary. Uh, one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you going to give a number? One. Oh, I thought you were waiting. <laughs> I was there. adding. I was adding. I'm sorry. No, because I mean, I the, the, the couple of the shots were as- atmospheric and was fine. Sure. Uh, sex and nudity. Well, he was sucking on her tits. Yep. So I gave it a one. Yeah. Yeah. We did see one. Yeah. <laughs> it was blurred like it was Japan, but yeah. Right. I got a question about that. Why does Japan blur guys' dicks and genitals in porn? I don't know, but it's a thing. They even outline it in black. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, they're, they do crazy shit, but then they're like, but you can't see dicks or because i don't i okay. don't know i don't know I might, I might look that up at the break <laughs> uh fun and entertainment uh one yeah um let's see but i will say thank you shutter for putting the worst one on there you go yeah because if you thought this one was bad, I now I'm glad that I we I said let's, let's do this one instead of <laughs> it's not even a one. It's not even a one. It's a half a star. I think we could do half a star. Half a star. Yeah. I fucking hated this shit. <laughs> Have we anything worse though? Nope. You sure? We've watched worse, but I don't think we've had a worse score. Well, because we probably never scored it. We we might not have. Yeah. Because I, I mean I know that we've watched something worse than this. Yeah. There have been Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know what? Tech- yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know what? Technically, we can round this, round this up because it's over over half, so we can round it up to one. I'd be yeah. fine with that. I mean, honestly, I would watch this again over some of the a couple of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Two. <laughs> oh fuck yes, two. <laughs> Jesus, sorry, Bill Mosley. I love you. I love, I you love so Bill Mosley too. But but and then you know, I look back at his oeuvre, and he's played some real horrible kid not and they're not horrible but thinking that they're comedic and they're not yeah anywho we're gonna take a break come back in two and two we're gonna talk about (laughs) the visit the visit and we're back we're back bitches so what do we got going on miss ray well the reason I paired this, yep, because of the song, literally the song over the river and, and through, through the, the woods, woods to grandmother's house we go, <laughs> and and it takes place in like it's Pennsylvania, shocker, because it's a fucking M Night Shyamalan ding dong movie, so yep. it takes place in Pennsylvania. M Night Shyamalan pissing people off since 1999. This is actually like his. This was the movie that got that he was forgiven. Of all his prior sins. I have to say, I know it's, I know we're just beginning this, but I thought this was a decent film. Oh, I really liked this movie. I liked it. Yeah. Because I, I realized this was my second viewing of it. So I watched this like before on my own and like, I actually, yeah. And I, I'm trying to remember this. So this was actually, yeah, this would got people black being like, okay, do you remember he's not a bad director? He's just had some bad, he's picked some bad things. Yeah. Um, 
And then it was, oh God, what was the one after this? It wasn't Splice. What the hell was it called? It was called something and had James McAvoy. It was supposed to be the, um, oh, let's see. Because uh, that was the one that was he got some critical acclaim for. Um, that was, oh, come the fuck on. Uh, Split. And it was like, a, that was one. That was, it's a oh. offshoot. It's supposed to be like a sequel to... I forgot what it was supposed to be. Like he, it's it's the the villain that it, what ends up uh, going against um uh like this what's this uh, Bruce Willis from Unbreakable and uh, Samuel L. Jackson from Unbreakable, Mister uh-huh. Glass. So he's supposed to be like the villain. Oh that, right, 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 right. Yeah, right. that's like what uh that's that other the other movie that Glass that came out that didn't do well. Um. But it got I didn't some see glass, really good but I did reviews. see Unbreakable. Yeah, I saw Split. I really liked it. Well, because you've got James McAvoy, who's fucking brilliant, and so he's playing twenty three different uh, voices and characters. Yeah. Oh, um, right. Yeah. He also had um, okay, yeah, because he's coming off of this. The visit is coming off of After Earth, which is fucking awful i've seen that so i mean because we had the probably the last quote-unquote good movie or like and that's debatable because i saw it in the movie theater i was so angry was the village yeah so the village was his last like quote that pissed unquote, you off wrote one. something royal didn't it oh i uh it came out on my birthday so i was like i'm gonna go see it on my birthday and i and my mom was like i'll go with you to see i liked some of his other movies okay cool so we go to go and she's like are you? I go. I am so angry right now. Um. Yeah. Flames. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's really interesting. Sci- it's because uh, of his fucking twists. M Night Shyamalan and his twists, which some of them work. I I think I'm. I think honestly, Signs Unbreakable and The Sixth Sense twists work. The village to me does not work for I a agree. number of reasons. I agree. And in fairness, I have not seen Lady in the Water. I've not seen most of his other. Oh, we will reference. Other... There's a reference. There to is Lady a Lady reference. Lord. Yes. I have that in my notes. Yep. There is um, a reference to I it. I mean, the, the twist in the happening is goddamn ridiculous. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, and then there's Devil, which has a twist in it, too, which is stupid as shit. I've seen that, too. <gasps> oh, shit. I actually took screenshots of the alien abduction, like pre voice thing. Oh, the fountain. Yeah. I don't give a fuck now. <laughs> um, he, I guess the most recent movie he's had out was old and I've heard good things about it. It sounds depressing as fuck. So I'm never going to watch it. And it also has a twist. So of course a it twist. has a twist. Um, this is the first feature horror film by M night Shyamalan, not to include, Longtime collaborator and signature composer James Newton Howard. Due, oh. due to the lack of a full budget and the found footage style of the film, Shyamalan decided a film score would not fit the final project. And I think that was a good call. I agree 100%. Because it made it this creepier. This was atmospheric as fuck. Yeah, yeah, it really was. I think that was a good call. And, you know, if you have to, like, like it, like, it was said it's a it's a found footage style kind of thing because it's completely documented by one of the kids. Yes. Um, at some points I wanted to smack said kid. <laughs> I the 
the one, the boy, at first I wanted to smack him. And then he grew on me. And by the end, I loved T-Style. Oh, yeah. Um, T-Diamond Stylist. T-Diamond Stylist. Um, I mean, and honestly, I'm actually, now that I look back at both of the kids, they're both fucking Australian. Are they? They're both Australian. I was like, holy shit, their accents are amazing. Yeah. And so I forgave them quite quickly after I found out yeah. they were both Australian. I was like... Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, the okay. So we'll get to it. Let's just we'll get there. We'll get there. Trivia. Let me see if there's anything here. Um, the film's working title was Sundowning. Yes, I wrote that down too. I kind of like that. I don't know. I do visit, too. The visit. I think. I think the visit works better because it keeps the. A, even though it's not really, a, we find out very quickly that the the that Nana has Sundowning. Yeah. Yeah. Still. Um. Um. Ninety four minutes. This is this is to twenty fifteen. Uh, the visit was in 2015, 94 minutes, and 68% on Rotten Tomatoes, which isn't bad. Yeah. Um, um, so we open the movie with Catherine Hahn. I know. I said, fucking Agatha. Agatha's here, bitches. I fucking love Catherine Hahn so much. It's her first horror movie. Yes. And yeah. I think only. No. Oh, she did huh. other. Yeah. Yeah. It was the first one. Um, so it opens up with Catherine, with Catherine Hahn as, as mom, and it just is her talking into the camera. And we, after a few minutes, we kind of get that her daughter, who's 15, is documenting, is like interviewing her, like documenting this. So mom left parents, left her parents at 19 because she fell in love uh, with, with the substitute, substitute teacher. Who is fucking hot. Who wouldn't? Oh Who my wouldn't God. fucking leave? Jesus um, Christ. He she hasn't spoken to her parents in fifteen years. Uh the grand her parents reached out to her and wanted to meet their grandchildren. So the kids are going to meet grandma and grandpa. Mm-hmm. I fucking love Catherine Hahn. That's been my note. <laughs> <laughs> um also I love so she puts them on the train. Cause at first I was trying to figure out where they live in uh I wasn't sure where they live. So they're in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Um, and then they're going to did, remember Masonville. This? Masonville. So it would just threw me because it, what, where in Philadelphia it didn't look like it was snowing, and then where they were at, I'm like, okay, is this is like, is this Virginia? Are they going from like somewhere warmer to there? There uh, is some inconsistency in in the snow, but it's fine. Yeah, I mean, honestly, my parents don't have snow. Yeah. So who knows? You know. Why it took that her t- so long to get there later? Mm. Who knows? Anyhow, but she puts him on a train, and I was like, "Oh my god, I want to ride a train!" I know it's so awesome. Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of other uh, states have better rail systems than we do. Pennsylvania is one of them. Yes. Um, so <laughs> so we have Becca, who's fifteen, and her brother Tyler. Not sure his age, but I'm guessing thirteen. Thirteen. 13. Um, she's documenting their trip entirely. She's got these fucking amazing cameras right um with her brother tyler tyler is an aspiring rapper (laughs) he's adorable and the kids oh the rap though was cringe as fuck oh it was cringe as fuck but but he's cute and the kids i have to say and i say it again in my notes later on the kids the two of them the actors have such great chemistry they do they They have amazing chemistry as brother and sister right they do um Although I did laugh. I said, lol, no 15-year-old knows what the word proclivities means. Come on. Come now. Uh, she, come on. she, in the entire film, she comes off as she has a very 
large vocabulary. She's a lot older than she is. There is a point later where it comes up what uh, the mom does for a living. She's just a sales associate at Walmart. Like, Mm -hmm. and her, it's very clear that they, like the mom and the kids have a super tight relationship. They They do. And it might, you know, may or may not be to overcompensate for the fact that she doesn't, she no longer has a close relationship with her parents. Yeah. Did you you say that the the father left them? Not yet. Okay. Yeah. The father left. Yeah. And so that, that can either tear you apart or bring you even closer. And I think it just brought them even closer to each other. Right. Yeah. So some, that's also said in the beginning, this is all expo dump in the beginning where mom, you know, says, talks about, you know, her history with her parents and, and with their father and that he left and he's in California now and they don't, and he severed ties with them completely. Um, Part of it too is she's so hoping that she's going to go there. This just came up that the grandparents wanted, like reached out and they wanted to meet the grandkids. Yeah. And so uh, Becca finds this as possibly a way to mend fences. Yeah. Because, because um, I think her name's Loretta. I think. Yes. They, yeah. Loretta is. <sighs> and Catherine Hahn plays it so well. At oh certain my point. God. She's like, she's they talk about me? What'd they say about me? I bet you it was bad. But there's a bad don't, wait, don't tell me. Yeah. Yeah. But, but what was, is it? But what did they say? No, don't tell me. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's she plays it really well. It's very there's there's a lot of comedy in this. I have to say there's a lot of comedic. She moments. just is naturally comedic. But, but yeah, in general, the whole movie, there's some yeah. comedic elements in here. But yet. It, uh, but it wasn't overdone. No, it was, you know, it was like it was, it was actually, love her. Yeah, it was. But so there she was Becca, the cherry on top of the movie for me. hundred percent. Becca, though, is trying to like hope she's hoping it's not just only going to be if if it does mend fences, but it does good. If not, it will be su- it, that it will help her mom heal. And not to, and also the, per, you know, her Becca and Tyler's secret um, motivation, secondary motivation for the trip is um, their mom is dating this guy and he wants Michael. to take her Mike, uh, Miguel Miguel, Miguel, and right. he wants to take her on a cruise and they're like she, she's an adult she needs to have her life her life has always been us she needs to and this is Becca saying this a lot that she right. needs to she needs to have some fun she calls it at one point she calls this trip the elixir she needs the elixir yes. and I think that's the elixir to heal yeah yeah um, this like there are so many good good little tasty elements to this movie. M Knight is not a bad writer. He's he not. Really, he's not like he's just. I think his twist pissed me off. But, right. <laughs> and there's a twist in this. I mean, yeah. I. <laughs> I but the thing is, though, it's really funny. Is some of the best. I have to say. Some of the best jump scares that I remember have been from his movies. How oh, about, yes. How about that fucking jump scare in Signs where Joaquin Phoenix is watching that birthday party? He's like, well, most children, but most. And all of a sudden, that fucking alien walks across the screen. We all I scream. don't remember Signs. You don't remember Signs? Oh, no. my God. Signs is I bad. saw it so long ago. I don't remember it. Um, this, this, I remember the subtle jump scare, though. In the sixth sense, oh, there's where tons the of there's them. tons of them, but the one and it's so quiet though, and it's just the music giving you the cue. Where suddenly there's in the background there's a boy, or someone walks across the stream with like a bloody head or something. Oh, it's, like the, that. it's the biker. It's, it's the cyclist. Yes, because he's like, because well, he says to Tony Collette, fucking Tony Collette. I see dead people. Well, you know he goes, 
she's like, I wonder what's going on. He's like, oh, um, some uh, a cyclist got hit by a car. She's like, how do you know? How do you see that? And he just looks over, and he can see the cyclist is standing right by his window. Yeah. And he says, because I can see him. Yeah. Yeah. No, fucking Tony Collette. Tony Collette. If anybody was like, oh, what I love. Okay, is- and and M Night Shyamalan can cast his movies well. I don't yes. think he, but I don't know if he's got any say in that. But he, whoever his casting person is, excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I think unfortunately because of of After Earth, I think it, it, I've never even heard of After Earth. <laughs> oh, it's the one Will Smith and Jaden Smith. Yeah, I have not. You seen. don't. It's it was it was. <laughs> I mean, Jaden Smith, whatever. He seems like a nice kid. Cannot carry a movie because he can't act. So the only thing that's that unfortunately M Night can't write are these fucking raps these kids comes up oh with. Oh my god. May, I don't know if the kid improvised this or oh, what. It's <laughs> so cute, though. Um, One of my favorite things is that, that he tells Becca, I think he tells her on the train. Or no, it's when they get to Grandma's house. Is that how he's going to trade the pop song singers? <laughs> yes. Because I have a couple written down that made me giggle out loud. I'm like, I want to do that now. It's so funny. I know. Where instead of saying a swear word, instead of cursing, he's just going to say a pop star's name. Yeah, he was like... <laughs> Instead of oh shit, I go oh Shakira. I know, like it's really cute. So they get to Masonville and they meet Nana and Pop Pop. They meet Nana and Pop Pop. They Nana is out of it. Like when we meet on Jump Street, she's kind of out of it, but she's holding this thing of cookies, and I just wrote. Ooh, Nana doesn't seem to be with it today. Maybe she should. I thought so. We also learned that they're supposed to be counseling. Yeah, they're they're volunteer counselors, counselors at a nearby hospital. Yeah, Meadowbrook, I think is what it's called. Meadow, wait, I do. Yeah, there's two. Down. There's two. There's oh, Maple Shade and there's Maple Meadowbrook. Shade. Yeah, they're at Meadowbrook. Got it. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. And so uh, I just wrote, maybe she shouldn't be counseling anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they. <laughs> They roll up to this house, which I just wrote, this house is fucking gold. Oh, it's fucking amazing. It's oh a beautiful farmhouse. old farmhouse oh, with like cobblestone basement. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I love so every gorgeous. minute of it. Like fucking Martha Stewart came all over this goddamn oh, house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gorgeous. Um, it's, it's the Sears country home. Like it's so yes. fucking. Ugh. Um, so we get into like, like the kids are getting to know grandma and grandpa and they're all staying in the kitchen. <laughs> and T Styles <laughs> starts rapping about what was it? Pa- pineapple upside down cake. <laughs> and he gets through his his rap, and Grandpa just goes, Pop Pop goes, why are your pants so low? <laughs> and T Styles goes, I rap, and I went, Oh, Evie, okay. I know. Here we go. <laughs> All right, cool. Cool. But it is cute. He's, After he's his rap, Pop Pop goes, Whoa. <laughs> uh, and, and it's like, okay, they're trying to, like, you're, it is awkward, but they're trying, you can tell they're trying to break the ice. Everybody. Everybody. Is everybody. trying to break the ice. Yeah. Like, uh, Grandma. And it's so, it seemed so natural. Nana's a little still out of it, but she's like, Pop Pop is a little more talkative. Yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> he's um i'm sorry yeah uh he though at times like seems like kind of 
oh, like, not disturbed, but what I was trying to think is, like, he, you know, comes in the conversation late and that kind of thing. And then we learn how how disturbed they actually are. Um, yeah. Let's see. Oh, so he comes in to tell them, like, hey, you know, we're going to bed. It's nine. We're old. old. Bedtime is 9.30. Sorry about it. He says, you guys are great kids. It's going to be a great week. There's mold in the basement. Don't go in there. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? Okay, cool. Um, but he's like, you probably should stay in, in your room. Yeah. Just, um, and it's like cool and the kids are like oh no wi-fi this is gonna be awesome yeah <laughs> bed at 9 30 awesome great um so but she really wants those cookies <laughs> oh yeah she's cookies. she's starting to get enthused about the trip and she's yeah. like trying to make the best of 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 things and it's like you know what i'm gonna get myself some nana's cookies that's what i'm gonna do because yep. we're here for a week fuck it i'm gonna have a cookie yeah, it gets to be 10 o'clock and they're grown kids so yeah they want some cookies and yeah um, so she ventures downstairs to get some. <laughs> she doesn't make it very far because what's what's Nana doing? She is walking around. Bleh. She's projectile vomiting all over the place. Everywhere. Yep. In her nighty. Yep. Just retching. So Becca decides cookies cookies can wait. You know what? I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good now. This cookie monster is going back upstairs. Right. <laughs> Peace. Then we cut to the next morning and... It's like nothing happened. Yeah. It was very, it's like, it turns, turns like a, a, on a dime. Yeah. Yeah. And in the morning, you know, uh, Nana has breakfast laid out and, um, so Becca goes to pop pop and I, th- I think he's out in the barn at this point and, yeah. and she's like, so, and she's telling him and it kind of cuts just to him picking up at the conversation, you assume she told him about yeah. Nana about that she saw her vomiting and like is she okay? And Pop Pop says, ah, it's just a stomach bug. She's old. Yeah, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We're old people. This is you know, it is what it is, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe she just had a twenty-four hour one of those twenty-four hour bugs. <laughs> she comes up on Pop Pop, who looks like he's split to be about split about a. 500 trees it's yeah. like this huge like that's all he's been doing when he goes outside is splitting logs right so they so the kids trying to make the best of things they are like when they first get in the house they're like oh my gosh there's the old clock mom always talked about there. yeah this is definitely their mom's childhood home and so one of the things that mom told them that she liked to do as a kid was play hide and seek under the house. Yeah, because that's a normal thing to go play under like a porch or a crawl space. <laughs> when, you're, when you're on a farm, yeah. <laughs> I had a crawl space. No, we didn't go crawling under it like hide and seek. I don't know. So the kids play hide and seek under the house with cameras, which is really funny. Yeah, yeah. Cause um, she's give, given him a camera to uh, Tyler to use to catch, you know, catch film too scenery scenery yeah so i'm co-director uh no (laughs) yeah Yeah. she's like you're you're b camera or something like that (laughs) we do see what we we do see what he catches and that's him strutting without a shirt (laughs) in front of it and i was like oh my god it's that kid that was like that five-year-old bodybuilder yeah i know (laughs) we body (laughs) yeah um so this is my literally my note is holy shit holy shit holy shit yeah because after a while, suddenly, they got a third party playing. Holy fuck. It's Nana and just her hair. Oh, yeah. Like, chasing after them. Yeah, and saying, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. 
Oh my god, this was brilliant. This was a brilliant scene because you get it. You, she gets it. You get it jump scare it twice. Because yeah. You, more than twice because there's like three different. But the one that was besides of the first one you get that fucking almost made me pee my pants <laughs> was the one where she's looking in the camera. She thinks that grandma's down the other side of the, and, and you can see her coming up behind her. Yeah. And yeah. It's like that weird crab walk where it starts slow and then it speeds up like, Oh my God. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, uh, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Loved it. So good. So Nana's chasing after them around the, around the you know, beneath the house. Um, oh my God. Her coming out of that. Uh, oh my yeah. gosh. After. Oh, so they, cr- oh. so they crawl out. Nana pops out after them laughing like, Oh, wasn't that fun? Dusting yeah. off her knees. She goes back to the Something house. Just goes, she just stands up and she says, meatloaf for dinner. Uh, no, I made chicken pot pie. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just says not apropos of nothing. Yeah. Just- hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I just made a meatloaf. See you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. <laughs> and as she's walking away, oh her skirt is like half off of her so you see her like half butt and leg yeah yeah and it's winter yes like yeah what things aren't aren't are going so well guys yeah (laughs) um so they're like super confused i'm like okay i'm learning more and more about nana pop up every day um I don't know if it's the same day, maybe later that day, Dr. Sam, Sam pops shows, by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wrote, who's this chode? I <laughs> Dr. Sam pops by and saying that he hasn't seen the grandparents in, in a while. Right. In a few days, they usually volunteer every two days or something like that at the hospital. Right. Just checking in, making sure things are cool. No, they're not here. Okay, cool. I knew you were visiting. Yeah. No oh, problem. Can't wait to see them because there's some gossip. Yeah. Yeah. Gossip from Maple Shade, which is another... Um, Shady like, Pines, ma. <laughs> yes. Yep. In town. In town. Yep. Um, then we got up. We get, we, <laughs> we cut to the shed. <laughs> What's in the shed? Yeah. Tyler is trying to get... Tyler. Pop, yeah. Try, Tyler sees Pop-Pop because he wants to get in the shed. He's seen Pop-Pop go into the shed and ignore him at certain points. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> Because Tyler's catches it, catches on. Tyler's knows what's going on way earlier than Becca does. Unfortunately, he really, really does. Yeah, he, he's he's super sus. Like he's super suspicious of the grandparents from the get. Yeah, because like he was like calling. He's like, "Hey, pop up! Hey, pop up! Hey, pop up!" And he just he at one point pop up looks at him, turns and walks away. Like so he's like, "What's in this fucking shed?" Yeah, like what's going on in there? So I, it's okay. <laughs> Um, anybody who has litter boxes sad. knows <laughs> what was in that bag. Because <laughs> that's what you use those extra plastic bags for. It's to throw out poop. There you go. So he sees Grandpa. He sees PP with a plastic bag with something in the plastic bag. Takes it into the shed. He hears something. Comes, but... Yeah. Oh, there was some other, there was some weird noise like it was like a drill or something like that which I was like I don't this doesn't make any sense but because um, I think I wrote it down I'm like why is there a, sh- uh, a saw sh- sound I knew I oh knew I wh- didn't hear that um oh no can be heard using a wrench which was really interesting because I was like I knew because having watched it before I knew what this was. oh okay okay yeah. okay so um then he goes in and there's just a 
pile of diapers with what looks to be bloody diarrhea. Like, oh, like used adult diapers. Yeah. So gross. And then cut to Nana having a sit down with Tyler saying they that they're pop-ups, that he has accidents, we're old, he, and he's embarrassed about it. Well, first he falls out of the shed going, oh, shit, McLaughlin! <laughs> but yes. So good. Yeah, he goes and he's embarrassed, so that's why he's taking and he's hiding them. Right. And he so goes and he burns them at hand. some point. And... Yeah, burns them. I'm like, okay. Well, they live on a farm. There's more room there. I'm not. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever, Whatever movie. Probably doesn't want it stinking up the garbage or more hiding it. Um, so fine. Um, then later that day, when they're in town, Pop Pop drives them around. Now mm-hmm. they start playing this game where the kids point to a building and they have to make up some funny story. Right. And one of them points to the police station where. Um, let's see um, they suggest that they play a game Hold on. the police station was chosen as a building and the person made up was named Jerry uh-huh. who supposedly never answered the phone this is going to come up later that's true that's true which is fucking crazy yep. should I say it now or should I wait just wait okay um, but anyway, they're they're driving around. They point to another building, start to make up something, and Pop Pop is like, "Oh no, no, no! That's actually the um, Maple Shade. Maple Shade. That's mm-hmm. the you know where we volunteer or whatever." Yeah, we did. We had we or no, because he says I could dig up. We did because I could possibly dig up my old badge from there. Yeah, because they're at Meadowbrook now, and he said, "But they don't take care of the patients there." Uh huh. Uh huh. And then they're out. Wa- you know, they're getting they're getting out to walk around. And then oh, they're at the high school. Yeah, and that's right. then Pop Pop random. They're about to go in and or g- get closer to it to t- try to spy her locker or something like that. Because yeah. the kids are like documenting this not just for themselves but for their mom too. Right. That like here he rolled haunts and whatever. Yeah. And I love that there's a, there's a second where Tyler, like he, the, the sign for the school is behind them. And he's like, this is the sign where you used to meet your friends. And he makes like a marijuana reference. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> super cute. Uh, but then pop pop starts looking at somebody and he's like, I wonder what that guy's problem is. And like, is suspecting this guy of like staring at them and following them. Yeah. And randomly attacks this random dude on the street corner who's paying no attention to them so there's that right right <laughs> could you imagine that guy just being like listen just looking at because all he's he's looking at his phone yeah he's just walking along and all of a sudden this fucking old dude just have like started punching like, at him what the fuck <laughs> yeah and by the way pop pop is a big guy yeah and he's not super old like he's not super old he's maybe Late 60s? Maybe, yeah, late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. But, like, it's chops wood on the regular. Right. Like, That's it's still very does. physically fit. His lumberjack right. all day. And he's very tall. Like, he's a he's yeah. a big guy. Yeah. I think the actor I've seen a whole bunch of times, um, I looked him up to see what I can remember him from, but it's usually just him as an old dude. So. Yeah. 
Um, there are a lot throughout this entire movie. There's a lot of what I will call hard cuts where yeah. there's like this scene, for example. And there's days that we don't get a title. Some days we get a title card of what day it is. Yeah. And some we do not like Wednesday. We don't get a title card of Wednesday. Um, I did like the title cards too, because it's big, bright, right? It reminds me of Fargo. So, yeah, so there's a lot of hard cuts where, like in this scene, for example, we don't get a resolution from the scene. Right. There's no finishing. It's just, and then the next day. Well, that was weird. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That night, they go to bed, and they hear this strange creaking. Yeah, it's 10, 10, 10, 10.47. And it's always about 10 o'clock, around the 10 o'clock hour at night. That's they hear some shit. They just go. There's a some there's some freaky ass screaming outside the door. <laughs> yeah, it's just a naked old bitch screaming at the walls. Yeah, that was creepy as fuck. She they open the door and they find naked Nana scratching at a door. Yeah. Again, hard cut. Next morning, title yeah. card. It's like wh- again. Right. There's no explanation. And I think at this point, oh no no no, this is where she talks to. Because they talk to their mom after they talk to Pop Pop. <laughs> yeah, Becca talks to Pop Pop. Jesus, Becca, I'm blind. <laughs> I'm blind. Tyler. Uh, um, he's such an awesome little shit. Um, yeah, in the morning. They, yeah, because they go to talk to Pop Pop. He's putting a tux on. Yeah. And this is when he says, oh, Nana has something that's called sundowning. And that was also the working title of this movie. Right. Where, which is an actual condition. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Most people with dementia, that's what yeah. they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Where they, yeah. People they with dementia. They do better in the, in, the, in the day than they do at night. Right. Yeah. Um, so he says, you know, I'm sorry. It's, you know, we didn't really want you to see that, but like, it is what it is. It's, it's nothing harmful, you know, yeah, or anything. He's trying to convince them that like, it's okay that she has like dementia. I mean, she's, she's fine. As he's putting a fucking tux on saying, I'm about to catch the train to the to costume, the costume party. party. And Becca's like, what costume party? Right. And he goes, oh, I I guess I'm... Con-, and he realizes he's confused and oh, yeah. there's no costume party. What, what am I doing? And she's like, great. So neither of them are reliable. Awesome. <laughs> so, awesome. So the, what hellscape are we in now? Great. So then, then they call Thanks, mom. mom. <laughs> and then they call mom and they... And, you know, Tyler is hellbent that like something fucked up is going on here. Rebecca is like... No, I looked up sundowning. This is an actual thing. They're old. And and the yeah. mom kind of says something similar. Like, well, also what happened is the next morning they get up and Nana has sprayed oven cleaner onto the camera. Yeah. And so they can't, Loretta can't see them. This is the second call. The first call I think went fine. This is the one where they're like, this is the, this is the one because she can't see. So it just looks, looks like it's, yeah, but they can see her. Right. And so they're trying to explain and um uh and so yeah, so uh as they're looking at as uh Becca's looking up the term sundowning, she goes to Tyler, he's like, Well, I don't know what half those words that you said means. He goes, Of course you don't. The word YOLO wasn't in it. So I know. Um, oh my god i i fucking love their lines their dialogue back and forth is so so good it's some something that loretta says to to oh because loretta's like they're old guys like you just you just deal with it they're old they probably both have dementia just you know they 
They're going to do weird things. Because she even said, she goes, I knew we were going to have to have this conversation. Right. They're weird. They're old. They're, they're old. They do weird things. That's what happens with old people. And, and, um, uh, Becca says they're like I told you and Tyler just goes Carrie Underwood like, I know motherfucker <laughs> um, we're pop stars I yeah. fucking love that it's so funny um, Becca asks Nana for an interview this is after she finds Nana lounging smoking a cigarette like some fucking Joan Crawford bullshit it just so weird. Um, so weird. But it goes badly when she asks questions about her mother. Yeah. And she like Starts... freaking out, yeah. like not convulsing, but like shaking, shaking back and forth yeah. and like, like, like almost swatting a fly, like, oh, get it away. And she's like, okay, 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 okay. We don't Never have to mind. talk about this. Never, Never mind. mind. We're good. Yeah. Um, Tyler is insistent, or Tyler sneaks a camera in the living room to record what happens at night because again he is super sus yeah but becca won't allow it because she's like that's exploitative we don't know this is you're freaking out for no reason just chill the fuck out yeah um that night they catch nana tearing through the house wait is this before wait, do we miss the part where she asked her to get in the oven to clean it this might be it yeah yeah so after the after the shaking everything they're in the kitchen like cleaning up the kitchen after dinner oh that was before could because she did the oven cleaning and then she agreed to do the interview. So that right. was before I missed yeah, that. Yeah, so she's they're like wiping down stuff and this I thought this actress was amazing in this part because not Becca but Nana because yeah she's like can you get in the oven I need to clean the back of it I'm too big you'll fit and so even Which, I would be like who has a fucking oven this fucking huge yeah also that, that deep well, I mean farmhouses usually probably do but two I was like bitch. No, like you, I'm sure you just cleaned this thing. No, no, I ain't getting in there because this we this is the second we we get two different oven cleaning scenes in this. Yes, like, we do. Your oven's not that dirty. Um, but as she's getting so Becca's in like cleaning the back of it, and Nana's holding this dish rag and she's holding it and she's turning it and twisting. She's keeping her rage together like on just a thread. And the actress it is, is such so a intense. Good, yeah, like she, she does such a good job of of uh, of you know of, of showing that how it's like you know are is she really gonna just close the door and turn it on? Like we don't know. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's, you know, it's very well telegraphed. Yeah, to the audience. Yeah, it yeah. is. And um, then after she cleans us, she agrees to do the interview, and then she freaks out, blah, blah, blah. Tyler wants to sneak a camera in the living room. Um, that night, they catch Nana tearing through the house. She's just running around. Yeah, and well, yeah. again, they justify it by sundowning. She's just she's doing what she do. Yep. Um, the next day on oh. their hike, they catch Nana staring at the swell that's in the back of their yeah, property. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're like, that's weird. I was assuming something was in there, but I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do, um, and they do go back to it. They they do, um, there's like a scene and then there's, and then the scene after that, they go to investigate the well and there's, it's, nothing, there's in there. nothing in there. There's just right. water. Um, this is, this is a part of the movie that gets very emotional. Right. Because Becca sits and sits Tyler down and interviews him about their father leaving them. And 
uh, Tyler tells this story about which I didn't really get the connection to it, but he I didn't talked about um, he, that he doesn't really hold a grudge against his father as much because he he is kind of of the mind where you know it is what it is. He was a nice guy to me, but he chose what he chose in life, and there, yeah, you know, you know the places to be. Right. Then it's Becca's turn. And Tyler asks her, he gives her like a warm up question that she always, you know, asks everybody else. And then he starts zooming in as he's asking her more questions. And it's so brilliantly done. And Tyler asks why she avoids mirrors. He's like, did you even realize your sweater was done inside out? He says, you think you're worthless. Oh, my God. And she, so, and she does. She yep. doesn't answer affirmatively, but she, in the next scene, she's crying and she, you know, talks about the fact that he, all he gave, all he gave her was a card when he left. He just gave her yeah. a card. Yeah. And she hasn't clearly hasn't forgiven him for leaving. So no, and I don't know. And it's harder for older children. The theory, their therapy that they possibly have needed to get through this either. Not on a Walmart associate budget. No, probably not. <laughs> no. Um, I just so, wrote, also your dad Benjamin Keynes is a fucking hottie I looked him up I was like god good goddamn, he's know. hot um, T Styles wants to go to the basement yep. uh, he wants to go to the basement uh, yeah um, Becca's sort of kind of on board but not really so. she's not quite yet No. Uh, someone else from the hospital stops by to check on them to check yeah. in on the grandparents she was a patient at Meadowbrook um, and they, she said like their, their grandparents were always by her side. Like, she brought side. them, she brought them berry cop, blueberry cobbler, yeah. you know, as a thank you and just checking on them. And she had gossip from Maple Shade. We don't know what the gossip is. We, we don't know, know what, what it is. gossip is, but we don't know what it is. Um, this time Becca is starting to get a little more suspicious about yeah. her grandparents. And so Becca decides to follow them. She follows her grandparents around and finds Nana laughing to herself in a rocking chair against the wall, like staring at a wall. Listen to some fucking crazy yodeling music. Yeah, something crazy. She says she has the deep darkies. And then tries to choke herself with her scarf. You know, I do that all the time. I I have a scarf on now. (laughs) Well, you gotta laugh to keep the the deep darkies in a cave. In the cave, yeah. That's what her line is. It's so crazy. Well, then she goes out to see her grandpa. Oh, What's he doing? God. Jesus. And then Becca catches Pop-Pop in the barn with a shotgun in his mouth. I'm just cleaning it. I'm just cleaning it. He says he was just cleaning it. With my tongue, obviously. <laughs> really getting in there. Yeah. I was the flating. pipe cleaner wasn't doing it. I just like to pretend I'm flating it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, um, so then she's like, fucking do it. Yeah. Put the camera up. We're putting the camera out. <laughs> Yep. For sure. For sure we're doing it. Oh, poor T-Styles. So we also learned, uh, we also listened, listened, Tyler has some, uh, he has. He since has, his father left, he's had struggles with OCD. Yeah. And it's like, it's bathroom, it's the bathroom lights. That's what really bothers him and the fixtures, but to yeah. touch those. And, and not he's kind have, of a germaphobe and like, Yeah. But it seems to be bathroom related. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tyler, Tyler has a minor OCD episode and. Becca is so good with him. She's she very patient. She sits in, she sits down with him, tries to calm him down and, and 
you know, there were there was no more toilet tissue or something like that. And he was starting right. to freak out. And she's like, no, 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 you just didn't look. There's some more under here. And he tries to help wipe his hand. And he's, these kids are phenomenal in this movie. They yeah. are so, so good. Yeah. Really good. Um, We catch what happens on the camera. Oh, yeah. We get living room POV recording on a jump scare. Well, first, she's just, she's repeatedly opening and closing the door. I the, think basement the basement door. Yeah, basement yeah, door. Just slamming it. Slamming and slamming, slamming. Crawls on the floor. Where we don't see her, we just hear crawling. Yep. And then. She, yeah, she comes boop. up, jump scare. That's the other part. Where, Motherfucker! <laughs> and she looks gray. She looks gray. Real crazy. Then she goes to the kitchen, picks up a she, Oh, knife. she takes the camera with her. She does. She, and she grabs a, she grabs a giant knife. A Michael Myers knife. <laughs> Thank you. She leaves the camera on the floor pointing towards the bedroom the kids room right and proceeds to try and get into their bedroom with the giant carving knife like bitches be crazy right fuck like bitch is crazy yeah and they wake up because they hear her trying to like the door rattling right her trying to get the it's like she's trying to jimmy the lock or something with the and like the it's locked from the inside right so she's i don't know she's trying to hit the latch with it i don't know what what I but love then they, is that, they review the, the footage the next day. Yeah. We're, we're leaving. Yeah. Uh, but first we get this uh, title card Friday. Yeah. The first shot we get are of meat hooks and giant logs, which I was like, that's really an interesting juxtaposition. I mean, the meat hooks definitely was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. It's happening. Um, so, yeah, they, reserve the t- they review the tapes and decide we're leaving tonight. Tonight yeah. we're out of here. We're out of here. Yeah. But then... Becca, I don't remember what prompted her to do this, or I think she was just still hellbent on getting something out of them for her mother. Could be. As strange as they are. So she asked Pop Pop to sit down and and do an interview. Also probably to, like, because they knew they were were waiting to to pacify them a little bit, maybe. Well, that and pass the time, because they knew that they were going to try to bust out later at night. Right. Yeah. Because they, yeah. Yeah, so I think they were just like, well, might as well just do this. Yeah. You know, at least it'll take some time. Um, So she interviews Pop-Pop, and he talks about a white thing with yellow eyes running around the factory, and he was fired he's the from his job. He's yeah. the only one who saw it, and he was fired from his job. And, you know, Mom, Mom never talked about that. Well, she didn't know. And um, So he also says something. He says, the end of your trip, I know it's all coming to an end. And I was like, it's funny wording. It's interesting wording there. It's all very carefully to an chosen end. words. Yes, it was. Um, later upstairs, when the kids are upstairs in their room, they see Stacy again, who was cobbler the woman, woman. Cob- mm-hmm. Blueberry Cobbler. Um, they see <laughs> Stacy again outside, seemingly confronting the grandparents, mm-hmm. and like it is an angry conversation. Oh, yeah. yeah, and they're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And then the and the, just, yeah, the pop her. pops like guides her around the back somewhere. He says, "Let's let's go around back. Yeah. Let's go around back." And Tyler notes that they never saw her leave. Oh God! Oh my God! Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then she does get the interview with Grandma. Yeah, Nana sits down for another interview. So Nana, <sighs> do you know that? Do you know what I'm gonna say? Nana tells the story of Lady in the Fucking Water. Yep. I mean, it's, it isn't, but it is. It's yeah, Nana's story about 
story about creatures that live in the water and come from another planet is a reference to his to this earlier M. Night Shyamalan film, Lady in the Water. Yeah. Which Scrunts. I was like... <laughs> I know, I, I said this to you, I was like, fuck off. I know. Just, I mean, I... Okay. I, I think maybe he's trying he's to... He's making fun of it. Is he? I think so. I thought maybe he was trying to sew all these movies oh, worlds yeah. together. I, oh, 100%. You know? I'm, I think if we watched back, we'd probably find more shit to other movies in it. Right. Other movies. But I think he's, I think he's also making fun of it because he knows how bad it got fucking railed on. Yeah. Um. Um. Then Becca has a breakthrough with Nana. So she starts to question Nana again about her mother and she sees her start to freak out and she's like, okay, okay, okay. Let's pretend there's a girl who fell in love with a boy. Her parents didn't approve. So she tries to put it in like, would that be third person? Yeah. Yeah. She tries to put it in like third person to keep her grandmother calm. And, but still get to the root of what she's trying to get at. Right. And at the end, she asks Nana, what, as her parents, would you say to the girl? Or what would you do? Right. And Nana says, I would forgive her. Right. And this, this Nana is amazing. The actress is so good. All the acting in this movie is fucking spot on. Everybody. Yeah. Every single person. The acting in this movie is phenomenal. It's it is. really, really good. But she is a fucking standout. Like, yeah. she's amazing. She is awesome. And I love that she can do sickeningly sweet and terrifying yeah all on in a, one go exactly on a exactly. turn on a dime she is so good oh so mama nana nama mama mama jamma yeah <laughs> nana and pp are in the back backyard talk, talking and so they can see the kids can see them out. yeah out the window yeah they skype with mom and ask her to come get them asap because and then she, they <laughs> Take it must have been they must have been using Tyler's computer at that point. Yeah, they which the still key, had a camera on right, it. Right, and they're like, and she's like, well, "What are they doing right now?" He's like, "Oh, here they're in the backyard. You, you can see them." Yeah, and you can, and here's the M Night Shyamalan twist. Yeah, what is it, Ray? They're not the real parents. What? <laughs> Fuck you, M Night Shyamalan. I mean, who didn't see this coming? <sighs> I love it though. I love it. it I, is, think, I think it's, it's great. It's not the worst, but it's still a fucking twist. They could have been aliens. Okay. They could have been dead. That's yeah. That's fair. Um. So, mom, is like, those are not your grandparents. Who are those people? They've been having you this whole week. Right. Like. Right. And then mom tries to call the cops. There you go. Here's my opening. When their mother realizes the grandparents are imposters, she calls the local police. Her call goes to the answering machine, and it can be heard that Jerry cannot get to the phone. <laughs> Boom! A little on the nose, M. Night. Inc- A little on the Inception. nose. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so she calls the police. Nobody's there. It's a small town. They probably only have two cops in the whole fucking town. And she's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And she gra- like shuts the computer, grabs her key. Like she grabs her keys and she is like 
booking it out the door to try to yeah. get to them. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to keep, get to a neighbor's, get out of there right now, get out of the house, go to a neighbor's, I don't care. I'm going to keep calling the police while I'm on my way there. I'm coming Which to get you. they should have, well, they, they were going to. They were going to. Right. But then Pop Pop comes in and suggests they play a board game. Yep. This is after they had now have to sit through another fucking meal, too. Because, again, we get another, why don't you get in the oven and clean it? And get all the way inside. And she shuts her in there just to be able to clean the outside of the oven. She I wipes would it have, down yep. and then lets her out. Oh, my God. If I if that was, like, in real life, oh, I would have fucking shot that door in that bitch's face. Just kicked it right in her goddamn face. That's not okay. It's not okay. Um, they, but they're like they've decided they're gonna book it the fuck out of here. They're right. like, just so they go. go the back door you know what? Go. We're gonna take some film footage outside of the house. Okay, be right yeah. back. Holy <laughs> shit! This, they, part, this shot. Oh my. God. Oh, so good. They go to open the the door to out to the outside. They open the door and they see Stacy swinging from a tree. Yep. Pop pop. Jump scared. Pops in. Pop pop. Pops up, pops. <laughs> Triple P. <laughs> and and uh, says, you know, who's ready for a board game? And we're playing Yahtzee. We're playing Yahtzee. Um, pop, pop is pick teams. Yep. I'm, I love Tyler. I'm having so much fun. Oh, my God. He was so funny. <laughs> he, Tyler is amazing. Tyler is playing along to a P7. He is fucking hilarious. He's like, I'm having a gr- so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're playing Yahtzee. Um, Becca. Oh. <laughs> oh. Becca leaves to change a battery. We're quote gonna, unquote. Hey, buckle up, guys. It's zero to sixty for the rest of this. For the rest of this, this whole yep. this is all one paragraph. This yep. is all because it goes Holy so fast. Holy shit! The last like I had to. The last twenty minutes of the movie is so fast. It is, and I had is. to keep stopping to take notes. Um, Pop Pop has a little accident. Pop Pop poops his pants. <laughs> Pop pop pops. <laughs> yeah, his butt pops. His Oops, pooper. I crap my pants. Sure can hold a lot of tongue. God, I love that SML. Thank you. Um, um, so Pop Pop excuses himself. Well, Vanna starts eating cookies all fucking weird. Like like, like a fucking mouse. Yeah, oh, it's like a crazy mouse. Like a squirrel. Like yeah. Just, uh, and, and, and then... Fucking Tyler. Yahtzee! <laughs> fucking Tyler. Katy Perry. Katy Perry. <laughs> and then Grandma gets Yahtzee. Yay! Yeah. Okay. Zero to 60. Here we go. Becca goes downstairs to investigate the basement. She finds cans of gasoline, a picture of her real grandparents, and uniforms from Maple Shade Psychiatric Hospital, where... Where the, which is where I thought they volunteered as counselors, so they once did. They once did. That's how they learned about. That's how those two. Those two learned about. Right. Yep. So, um, meanwhile upstairs, Pop Pop takes Nana to bed because she's starting to kind of get the sundowners. She's starting to he, freak out a little bit. Well, he comes in. He goes, "Things are not working out tonight." And Nana's just standing in the middle of the room, like the middle of the living room, like in a ballerina pose. It's really. I weird. didn't know if it was a ballerina pose or if she was like, it was almost like she was holding her hand in a way where, like, she was holding some kind of invisible noose. 
Oh, could be. Or something. I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. Um, so Pop-Pop takes Nana to bed. Uh, we get back to Becca, and she finds a bloody hammer and Nana. <laughs> Nana her real Nana's dead body. Oh, they looked like a nice couple. I know. It's so sad. I know. Then... He takes so <sighs> as as she's as she finds them, she's about to book it out of there, and, and then quote unquote pop pop comes P- up and P-P says shows up. Or no, she turns the camera on herself. This is so good. She oh, turns the this. camera this on herself, like, yeah, and it's like making a confessional. Which like my seen, name is yeah, is Becca Jameson. Foot, found footage. We get this shot. This is yes. a lot of times we see this. Yeah, my name is Becca Jameson. My brother is blah blah blah. And then she hears a man's voice. Turns, spins the camera around, and and it's Pop Pop, quote unquote, and he's saying, "My name is Mitchell." Yeah, and, and I'm Mitchell. Um, they knew, um, they knew that, okay. Okay. So he gives a reason as to why that he, yeah. they're doing this is, um, he confesses, he comes downstairs and confesses that Claire, meaning Nana mm-hmm. was envious about this family visit that she heard so much about from her real Nana. Yeah. Um, and that they knew that she drowned her children in suitcases in the pond. Yep. She deserved this week as a grandma. Claire's kids are on Simmerfatilia. Which is the fake planet from Lady in the Water. (laughs) Right. And so as he's dragging, as he says this to her in the basement, because as he's dragging her upstairs, she sees Tyler laying in the middle of the living room. Yeah. He's got, and he's saying they're going to join them. Yeah. He's Claire's children. Yeah. He's clutching yeah. his head. We see Tyler hit was hit on on and he's lying on the floor. Right. Um, Becca uh, Mitchell takes Becca upstairs and is locked in with Claire, while Mitchell's in the kitchen with Tyler. He starts taking his pants off. There's a couple ways this could go. You guys, I was not predicting this. <laughs> I knew. I remembered this. I was so I not, knew this was going to happen. I did remember that this happened, and I just oh. God, poor Tyler. This whole time, once he gets up, this whole time Tyler is frozen. He's frozen, and it's a and it's a callback to the story he told in his oh, little interview of about football. There was a yeah position he was playing. Yeah. He was supposed to tackle this guy, but he just stood there frozen and he couldn't right. do anything, and he still was frozen. And like he just he doesn't know what happened. He just stood there and couldn't do anything and so here we are again and he is so terrified he just stopped yep and so he's frozen in the kitchen (laughs) mitchell takes off his diaper and smothers tyler with it first he says i never liked you oh i never liked you and then smothers tyler with his diaper (sighs) upstairs claire attacks becca and hits i don't know if she hit her head against the mirror or the camera against the mirror that broke the mirror i was trying to figure out what she stabs her with so it must be pieces it of was the mirror. P- a piece of the Got mirror it. she okay. grabbed so then becca takes a broken piece of the mirror and stabs claire so i'd like to talk really quick about this shot okay. this shot is fucking awesome so claire is got she, she first she's looking at claire 
on so becca's looking at claire as she's coming up underneath this the sheet so it's just yeah. this body crawling yeah. across the bed under this sheet and you're like the fuck and so she runs away turns away looks in the mirror so she's got the camera because this is her only light because it's pitch black in the room again we go back to why are they still holding the camera it's for light it's for light so she's she's got you can see her and you see this figure this ghostly figure because this looks like a sheet it looks like the maitlands for fucking beetlejuice coming up behind her yeah and the sheet just slowly comes like she's revealed yeah and it is the creepy like it's it's a beautiful shot it's really gorgeous um she smashes her head in the mirror yeah yep and um, Becca takes one of the broken pieces and stabs Claire with it. That moment, like the cry that Becca lets out. Yeah. Great acting. Yeah. Mwah. Mwah. Chef's kiss. And then she breaks that doorknob. I said, good girl, Becca. Oh, she good busts girl. the fuck out of that doorknob. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, Becca escapes and attacks Mitchell. Um, Mitchell throws her down. Becca's down. And Ty- Tyler finally snaps out of it and gets his game-winning tackle at Mitchell, and he fucking freaks out on Mitchell. This little kid tackles him twice, tackles him to the floor, and, the like, we don't... We have a weird camera angle, so right. we don't actually see the head or anything, but we just see the rest of his body, and there's, like, a kitchen island separating our view but you see tyler open the refrigerator door and pound the guy's head yep this is where i wrote when he screams there's that aussie accent starts coming out a little bit oh did it it's, hold, it's holding that that lion with the leash yep. <laughs> yeah um and they uh they run out of the house and just as just as the police are coming yep. and they run into their mother's arms yep oh that moment that moment yeah mm. that's pretty much it and I mean, then there's like a, a there's one last interview at the end with with mom and it's after right. things have calmed down and mom finally tells the story because this whole time becca's trying to get why or what happened right when when her mom left at 19 that why, why so they never bad. spoke yeah. spoke with each other as it turns out the mom finally does say that um, they got into an argument. Mom tried to block the her mother tried to block the door. She hit her mother, and then her father hit her. And it sounded like the mom was trying to like be like, "Don't leave. We can work yeah. through this through." And she hit and her. she hit her. She hit her own. He, she hit her mother, and then her father hit her. Yeah. And they just all were in shock that that happened. That it just happened like that, and they they never spoke of it again. And how awful that like as a headstrong 19 year old you're thinking that you're doing like you know, they're repressing you and they you know when yeah. they kn- they know that this is something we can work on together like you don't have to leave yeah we'll let you date him whatever let's talk this through and the last few lines that she says were so perfect and again chef's kiss just the cherry on top between the, the the dialogue and Catherine Hahn's acting, that you didn't need to find forgiveness for me. It was always there when I wanted it. Right. And she knew that. Yeah. And that's, they can make peace with it. God, and that's depressing for Catherine Hahn's. Like, she'll never get that chance. 
I know. Like, that's what sucks These two the most. Crazy assholes took that from her. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in piss. <laughs> or dire diarrheal diapers. Oh, gross. D D double D. Ew. And that's the movie. I love this fucking movie, guys. Hey, for an hour and a half, this was a great movie. This, this was great. fun. This was super fun. I and and again for a found quote unquote found footage, it was le- it, was, it was it was a lot less crude. It was classy found footage. <laughs> <laughs> it was because I don't know. It's like I didn't I hate the whole movie found footage shit but yet i liked this why because this was a well-produced movie um because it it, you know i think you forget that it's found footage because you don't have the shaky cam you don't have all that stuff that really indicates that it is um yeah, because it's it's maybe it's it a is glossy, maybe it's a it's a glossy found footage. Yeah, there's some found footage that I would put in this like glossy found footage. Like I don't personally think that Hell House LLC is very found like very shaky cam. There's some shaky cam stuff in it, mm-hmm. but oh, and this is Blumhouse Productions, right? Right. So there you go. I mean, um, like there there's some found footage that's a little you know because I think people do kind of get turned off because of the like the gonzo-esque uh you know filming that sometimes they are like it's like over the top and shaky and making you know feels like you're you know doing this in a parking lot yeah yeah but this is you know i mean i give him a hundred percent credit i mean because this was his like hail mary because it was like not gonna go me like people groaned and booed when like when devil came out and it just said that it was um from because he i don't think he did he direct it i don't know something came out that was had his name just tangentially attached to it and audiences verbally booed wow yeah he was not quite liked after from after earth i think the happening the happening i think fucking did it because he's like crowing oh my first r-rated horror film so so the village was the first village was like the yeah to you know it was the sloping decline got it yeah anywho yeah, yeah. but i liked this one it I was really good i loved it yeah I thought i'd it watch great. it again i did watch it again <laughs> technically yeah, there you go. Actually, i'd watch it again watches yep yeah coolio want to do some readings yeah all right uh blood and gore uh, one and a half one and a half okay I'll say one. There really wasn't any. No, until she gets stabbed. I mean, gore, I guess, the poop. Yeah, that was gross. Yeah. And vomiting. And vomiting. <laughs> Although we don't gore really in a different way. Yeah. Although, <laughs> I was not as forgiving with the other film. <laughs> I gave that a zero. <laughs> You it's know. my readings. I can do what I want. Um, <laughs> no one's no one's telling you you have to. <laughs> Spooky, scary. Oh man, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I want to go three just because those fucking jump scares. Fucking... I did three. Okay. Yeah, yeah, those jump scares were fucking baller, man. They were really good. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, uh... And I think just the atmosphere of this one, because you know, you know, you're. You know something's not right from the beginning. Yeah. So you're looking for what's fucking wrong with these two. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, sex and nudity. <laughs> Zero. Yeah. I mean, I can't give it one because there's like, it's children involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's right. It's well, not sexual. The nudity Grandma's isn't sexual. Yeah. I mean, I guess we could say one because grandma's nude for a lot of this fucking movie. We see a lot of her grandma ass. Oh, yeah, we do. I mean, she, and good and again, good on that good on that actress. Also, she looked great. Yeah. Looked great. I wish my butt looked that good right now. I mean <laughs> same. Um and lastly, fun and entertainment. Oh, three. Yeah. Three easily for me. Yeah. I I had a fucking blast. Yeah. It go it does, it moves moves really quickly, guys. Moves real fast. Yeah. So don't be scared with the M night Shamalama Ding Dong on it. It's I think it's it's worth a watch. Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. Cool. Let's, uh, go on and do some recommendations. Sure. All right. You go for it. I'm going to grab another drink. All righty. Let's do some recommendations. Like recommendations. Okay. Um, so one thing I watched recently on Netflix, uh-huh. um, I watched Memories of a Murderer, the Nielsen Tapes. Oh, Dennis Nielsen? Dennis Nielsen. Yeah. UK. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer of the UK, right? I would say more John Wayne Gacy. Okay. Because. Because he was also, though, eating people, right? Or he was disposing the bodies. He was disposing the bodies, yeah. yeah. He was. Yeah, you're probably right on that. And and because he buried. Yeah, and because he ran out of room because he was burying people before under his floorboards. If you ever get a chance, check out uh, that couple, the couple from the UK. What the fuck were they? Oh, names? you know, yeah. What I'm about? yeah, 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 yeah. Because they had a whole bunch of them in their backyard yeah. too. Yeah, kids. Like, what the fuck? People. Their own and other people's. Yes. Yeah. So great. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just us, guys. Right. <laughs> Thanks, UK. It's not just. <laughs> so, um, yeah. This, so this was a, a tapes of. Uh, Dennis Nielsen while he was in prison and he was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs you guys (laughs) I think oh David Tennant plays him really I think it's called Des I think that's the the movie he plays him and a lot of people we just can't it's David Tennant I will watch David Tennant fucking it in anything I would too. It's just it's it's David Tennant. I don't want him to be like you know. It's like Denzel Washington being a serial killer, like oh. or Tom Hanks being a serial killer. Like I, don't. I disagree. I think David Tennant can play a great and a bad guy. Um, I mean, yes, a, a good and bad. Like he he's all around. Scottish serial killer. Oh God, he gets to use his fucking accent, his real accent. Yeah. Guess what I'm watching. <laughs> I I love this man so much. It's not even funny. I not Dennis Nielsen, obviously. It's David Tennant. But right. so anyhow, go on. Sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. Um, this was uh, an hour and a half documentary um about and from the same producer as Don't Fuck with Cats. Um about a serial murderer in um I think this was the late seventies, early eighties. Uh yeah, nineteen eighty three. Eighty three, yeah. Um, and and again, he was basically UK's John Wayne Gacy because well, a sort of mix between Jeffrey Dahmer and uh, John Wayne Gacy because he would, um, similar to Gacy, he his victims were primarily young boys, young men. 
uh, young men who were kind of the wayward youth, like runaways. Yeah. People who wouldn't be missed or he thought would not be missed. And right. then, because in London in the early 80s and late 70s, he had a lot of young youth running to London to, you know, start. Well, it, it, it just, I mean, well, especially like gay men. It has only been legal for like five years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even if you weren't gay, you, you know, you had to make money and you either sold your, sold your body or performed random sexual acts for money. There's the reason they call it a rent boy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. To, to make some extra money or you dealt with drugs and what? Sorry, I'm going through this cast of does and I'm losing my mind. Anyhow, okay. Going. Um, yeah. So. Uh, it was an interesting record. I had no, I had no, it's funny. All the, all the <laughs> unfortunate interest, I guess I'll say in uh, serial killers that I, that I have generally, I've never, I had never heard of Dennis Nielsen until now. I, the only reason I knew, I, I heard a couple of podcasts about him. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think, I think, um, Generation Y did one on them on him, but I think the one I remember the most is last podcast. Did, yeah, did one on him. He and listening to him in these tapes, he he was going to write an autobiography while he was in prison, and he had these pet birds, and he was for what he came from was a very educated man, mm-hmm. self educated. Yeah, and. Like, you know, didn't have an outlandish job or anything like that, but had this dark side to him that he kind of, instead of trying to hide it in the shadows, he kind of embraced it. Yeah. Like, and he didn't. Didn't care. And when he, no, and he didn't care when he got caught. Nope. He gave, he told everybody where the bodies were. You know, it's really interesting. I was, I think it would be interesting to really look at. Uh, I think it's to be something to be said for here in the United States. We think that capital punishment is going to deter things like this. No, it doesn't. It doesn't because here's England, and and people make might make a case for that. Be like, well, you know, if it was here, and people were- love to quote the Bible here, an eye for an eye. Well, first of all, that's not what Jesus said. Secondly. <laughs> I mean, I think it depends. I honestly think it depends on what kind of what kind of executions we're talking about. Because I'm saying right now, if someone was hanged, which I hate that word, it's hung, but it's hanged. But it's hanged, yeah. In public in the town square, I might think differently about committing crimes. Possibly, I might think possibly twice, but I don't think necessarily overall. But I think in your brain, you have to have that like. That bit of morality. I think you have to have a uh, uh, some sort of. And I don't know. I kind of have a problem with. Well, I can't kill somebody because the punishment for me is they kill me. I have a hard time with that. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on. Well, so also when England had capital punishment which they didn't abolish that to like 1910 i think mm-hmm. uh they could hang you for pretty much anything yeah it wasn't just oh, murder. Yeah. like fuck st- stealing you're dead well that's when the monarchy still like had more power they had prime ministers but they yeah. but yeah. my son yeah yeah i mean you know 
Um, That's when the monarchy was kind of transitioning out of its yeah. influence. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you read enough historical romances where it's like, well, I can't get, a, I can get away with this because I'm a duke, and you're like, you probably could, you could murder a man and get away with it if, yep. if you were of the title class. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just interesting. Uh, I think our, which I think we've talked about before, that England has double jeopardy, which I think is fascinating that we don't have it here. Like they, or no, sorry, they, they don't have double jeopardy there. So they could, you can be tried twice yeah. for the same crime. And I was kind of like, that would be interesting. I think that's fascinating. I was like, if something new comes out on a crime, like, I don't know, OJ Simpson, <laughs> um, that he could be tried for it. I'm or like, that's... countless, or countless cases where. Casey Anthony. Okay. <laughs> Countless cases where, you know, DNA evidence... Has exonerated somebody. Right. Yeah. And in how many fucking cases has it? Like... Right. An unbelievable astronomical sickening number, high well, number. Well, and I think that's the case most for mostly for, for those of... Uh, those who do not want capital punishment is because look at all these cases we have proved have, you know... We're bullshit. Right. That right. these people or, were here on bullshit charges. Right. Or it was before DNA. And exactly. We and it's, we couldn't prove it. We had just circumstantial evidence. Right. Yeah. That is a so. that is a very big uh a very big reason why I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and again, to each their own. Everybody has their it's an it's a sensitive subject, yada yada. But getting back to the Nielsen tape. Sorry. No, it's okay. I'll probably I know. cut all that out. Don't worry about it. You don't have to cut all of it out. That's fine. Um but yeah, it's um it I I thought it was cool i thought it was cool um i was interested to learn more about it and was kind of fascinated that i hadn't heard of it before then again you know yeah i i the whole putting him in the in the in the drains grossed me out so much oh that was nasty yeah but it that part reminded me of Dahmer because they could smell the people in the building could smell it and they're like what the fuck is this smell and why is my right. drain why that's exactly drains... why yeah and then it was kind of yeah because the like, guy the guy was having up? right the guy was having uh plumbing issues and the plumber comes out and goes to the drain and is like oh mm, this is a bone how about yeah, that fucking, <laughs> bone. <laughs> fucking bones and then oh yeah so nielsen buried bodies under the floorboards he uh, disposed of them in the in the sewer system and in uh this garden he would bury the bodies in this garden yep. and the police spent weeks and weeks and weeks man hours completely dedicated to turning up and god knows how long they were there a lot of them and they were just pulling up teeth like <sighs> here's a couple teeth here's a thigh bone he, right. to who i don't know <laughs> I right, we'll match them were... up some point yeah and they, it's just and a really mishmash honestly, of no, bodies and really honestly they had no way to do it then because they didn't have dna so they couldn't no. really match up they just kind of well, this looks like it goes with this one Right. They found they were the only way they were able to identify anybody was through dental records. Right. Yikes. Fred so anyway. and Rose West is the one I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The couple. So cool. there's the Nielsen tapes. I like it. How about you, Miss Ray? I haven't watched a lot. That's what sucks. Like, I watch one show a week to do a fucking review one. <laughs> I know, honestly, it's hard to keep up with sometimes, even bi-weekly with this that we do, um, to watch two movies and a documentary, possibly. Yeah, I literally watched... I have no time these days. No, I had I read a 600-page book in a day, so <laughs> I... 
yeah. Don't have a lot of time. Holy cow. Yep. Um, I am going to say, uh, I was going to look while we were talking and then I got, you know, of course, wait, side, wait, never mind. Oh, okay. You don't want to say I was working out and watched, watched, uh, since it's, it is uh, horror related. I finally watched Little Demon on, I think it's on Hulu, I think. Uh, it is voiced. It's. Hold on. Let me find the description of it because it is quite funny. It's a comic. It's, it's a, on it's, Hulu? It's an, uh, I think. Um, it is. Uh, it doesn't tell me where, what, uh, ABC. That doesn't, that doesn't that help. I think it's Hulu. It's Hulu. Um, it is after being impregnated by the devil, a reluctant mother and her antichrist daughter attempt to live an ordinary life in Delaware. The devil is played. Delaware. By, the devil is played by Danny DeVito. What? His daughter is played by his daughter, Lucy DeVito. And mom is played by Aubrey Plaza. Oh my God. The best is that they have this, this like, Oh, they just call him, I think it was Man with Unshaven Man. It's played, is voiced by Michael Shannon. Oh, my Michael gosh. Michael Shannon is amazing because, like, I can't imagine him at one being in a comedy because he's just, I'm Michael Shannon. I might rip your face from your body. Like, like <laughs> I mean, you couldn't find a better Zod because he is Zod. Like, he's just. He doesn't have a lot. Like he's just he seems seems angry all the time, and I kind of love him for it. Mm. Um, and so, uh, but yeah, there's like uh, a lot of you know the usuals that go along with that kind of crowd that, um, the uh, the the Aubrey Plaza sort of like comedians that go, uh, yeah, that group like Phil Lamar's in it. Um, uh, I'm looking through the whole list, but it's funny. It's 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 very funny, and it's just really it's holy shit for Hulu. Fuck is all over the place. At one point, um, the mom gets naked, and you see like animated fucking badge, and you're like, yeah, mu- like muff, like fucking pubic hair. And you're like, what is happening, Hulu? But it is oh, wow. it is very funny. I have to say, oh, uh, it's on FX. Oh, well, FX and Hulu are like, yeah, that's how I, I saw it on Hulu. So, um, I love the, the description of the first episode, season one, episode one, Chrissy Feinberg's first day of seventh grade goes south when she discovers she's the Antichrist. Yeah. She also <laughs> has her period for the first time. <laughs> and she, yeah, she like pretty much eviscerates two guys beating up her. I would assume at some point will be her love interest, uh, uh, nerdy love interest. It's super cute. It's yeah. it's cute slash horrifying slash hysterical. So, yep, cute. Yep, hundred percent recommend. What the hell? Okay, what do we have coming up? I know you're super excited to, to tell us what is happening. Hell's yes, I am. In just a second. <laughs> Um, oh my god, I just realized who the other person in this movie is with Bruce Campbell. Can I say the first one? Sure. It's Black Friday. We're pl- we're watching Black Friday with Bruce Campbell and Devin Sawa. What? <laughs> he has been taunting me all week with his priest pictures from Chucky. I'm getting all hot and bothered, guys. Oh my gosh. Did this come up ever since my, my um, sister mentioned Devin Sawa? 
No, um, we follow him on Twitter. We have followed oh, him really? for a while. Yeah, because my sister brought it up at the um, at our last podcast when no. when we were talking about Final Destination because she loved she was obsessed with Devin Sawa because he was Gasper. Oh no, we talked about him on on uh, a CLBC at some point. Oh okay. Yeah, him nice. and the other one, uh, Shane West. Mm. Yeah, but we've got uh, so what happens in Black Friday? Uh, a group of Toy store employees must protect each other from a horde of parasitic infected shoppers. <laughs> and uh, Bruce Campbell, I believe, is the manager of the store. Uh, and uh, yeah, Devin Sawa is fucking hot, guys. He, guess, guess what? Just got hotter. Yeah. He got... <laughs> and uh, he's a priest in Chucky, and um, he makes he makes me hot. <laughs> he's dressed like a priest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that will be along with what else? <clears throat> Hold on. I'm looking to see who else is in this. Uh, I don't recognize Oh, this is it. great. This is great. This is great. Okay. Thanks Killing is a 2007 American slasher film written and directed by Jordan Downey and co-written by Brad Schultz, Tony Wilson, Grant Yaffe and Kevin Stewart because it needed four writers. (laughs) It was followed by a 2012 sequel titled Thanks Killing 3. More writers, better movie. The the budget of this film was raised through a Kickstarter campaign. Budget of (laughs) $112,248. All that money shows up on the screen. It is amazing. Yeah, it's Oh man! Oh man! I actually think we did it. We played it really well this time. Is because we. I'm so glad we we tagline, gobble gobble motherfucker. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. I'm glad we programmed the way we did because I mean we get the two. If we had tried to program Thanksgiving with like the visit, no, it wouldn't have made sense. No. This, this is going to be great. Because both are funny. It's going to be great. They're going to be fun and ridiculous, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a fun time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be next time. Yeah. And then we get into our Christmas movies. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that when we do next week, next time. All right. So where can people find us? Excuse me, Mr. Mr. Um, Grabby Barnes. Pause. Bucky Barnes wants to know where where he can find us. Get your ass down. Get your ass away from there. (laughs) Get your ass away from there. My favorite fucking line from Halloween. People can email us at boozeboobsandbloodpodcast at gmail.com. Please email us with your positive feedback or, well, I mean. Constructive. Constructive feedback. Um, or suggestions or questions. Um, at or screeners. You want to have any screeners? Sure. Um, on Twitter at Booze, Boobs, Blood. Instagram, Booze, Boobs, and Blood Podcast. Facebook, Ween and Ray. Yeah. Uh, TikTok, Booze, Boobs, Blood Podcast. And Letterboxd. Booze, Boobs, Blood. There we go. All right. How do we end this thing? Monopoly. <gasps> <laughs> 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 <laughs>